and she'll took perfect that's not that's not loud enough at all Take a seat. Good morning, boys and girls. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Tenman. And our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up. So we're going to go around the room. You over there with the Afro puffs. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer. Those are some pretty good professions. And you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Well, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you? Back there with the bus saw dreads. What would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. Oh, <laughs> Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. It is February 5th. We are about a week removed from the Super Bowl. Guess what, fellas? I don't mean to scare you. Valentine's Day is right around the corner for you boot up fellas. <laughs> we got some NBA talk. It's like 76 degrees down here. We got a big fight coming up. It's like 76 degrees down here. <laughs> I may even talk about what happened with me on first take. But you know what I say. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. I am your host of Brooklyn Bus on Talatoman Taylor. people okay. <laughs> I know I feel like it's been a long time I feel like it's been a while since we talked to the people I feel like I feel like it's been a while since we spoke to the people it was only a week it's only been a week but man so much is happening that week so much is happening that week so first of all first of all let's talk about my, my, my goal at first take <laughs> Yes! Let's talk about first take, right? Can't wait to hear this shit. First take provided. Okay, so so let's 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 back up. Let's 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 you know let's let's do this. Run it back, run it back, run it back. 
Oh, that was elegant right there. Run that. Do do that again. Do that again. That's that's that run back. Yeah. My tea music. <laughs> <laughs> my tea, my tea, my tea music. So as you guys already know, right? It, it was Super Bowl week last week, and with Super Bowl week being um, the Super Bowl week that happened to be down here in Miami, which I happen to be located, right? A couple minutes, you know, throw, stones throw away. So we took the opportunity. So while there was Super Bowl week, there was obviously a whole bunch of media down here, media outlets down here for Super Bowl week. Obviously, one of the first things that we know of is called Media Row, right? Media Row is basically uh, Media Row is basically is, is basically a big ass convention or big ass stadium where everybody goes to and they get at, and all the media is there and this is where all the play, this, this this is basically NFL week when you see NFL week, right? Mm-hmm. And you see them talk about NFL week, you see them and you see them interviewing all of the players. That's Media Row. That's media row. What you're not seeing is literally the rows and rows and tables and tables and tables and tables of media that is there from every single walking stage. That's why they call it media row because you literally go in there and you're walking through rows up and rows up and rows. It's just media outlets. Mm-hmm. What we see is the people that is is, is is the is the interviews that are either when they have to do that that big obligated time. That's, mm. what, that's what we see all the time. That ob- Marshall Lynch is. I'm just here. So I'm just I here. Get fired. Get fired. There for that obligated, that obligated seven and a half minutes or whatever obligated time. Mm-hmm. They, that's what we see. What we don't see is when they're talking to Kiss 105. When they're talking to to um, um, um to, to the to the local Gator station. When you know when they when they when they're talking to the lo- lo- the local Cougar station. When they're talking to the local Puma station. When they're talking to the Rock Nation station. Facts. We see all of those, right? All we're seeing is their obligated the time. obligation. And if they have a soundbite worth showing. As Brooklyn is whooping Golden State's ass 52 to 29. Shout out B Kid. Spreading love. The Brooklyn way. From 100 guns, 100 clips. Nigga, I'm going to lose y'all. Right? Ooh, Today's one of those episodes where anything's possible. Factory. <laughs> big up Hennessy. Big up, big up. All right, who goes for the sponsor, B? We'll sip, we'll sip on your sip. All, every single podcast, we'll sip on your sip. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry, sorry. So that's Radio World, and that's what's going on here this week. So obviously, with that going on, I hit up one of my boys, and I'm like, yo, are you going to be trying to get on first take? And he hits me back initially with the no. But why? Because I, and the reason why I asked this particular guy, right? Because mm-hmm. this guy happens to DJ. Right? He happens to DJ for the Miami Heat. Mm. Right? He's a, he's a big time Heat fan. I have caught him on numerous occasions. Camping out. And going to, um, going to multi, multiple outlets, right? To get signatures for all kinds of people. We're talking about signatures for like... You Dennis Hasler, like guys like that. Like, oh, so you like, put, so you like, called like him out. Hero. So you called him out on his bullshit, no, basically. Well, I'm gonna say he hit me with the initial no, and he goes, but why? But I'm telling you the reason why I asked him. Mm-hmm. So when he hit me with the why, I was like, well, if you were gonna go, I would have joined you. <laughs> so the next, you know, I get a message. So do you want to go Thursday or Friday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
me again. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, I got a, I got a, I got a visit on the website. Cause I get a little notification anytime anybody visits the website. Uh-huh. But I had to make sure I, I differentiate when it's me popping up on my website versus somebody else. Me again. You again. <laughs> That's why you just heard me mention that. Right, so. Wait, where's the live player? So here we go. And we're finally. So, so, we, so I tell him, okay, let's go Thursday. Because I kind of know how Friday's going to be. Friday. Every bit of last minute individuals are going to get here. Not just for the Super Bowl, but for media, mm-hmm. fans, you know, fans, family, everything. Or just Players. to touch up South Beach in general. You know, so I didn't want to go far. I thought it was going to be a kind of a hectic. Not to mention, you would figure that's the, that's the hooky day anyway for most individuals, right? That's the day that a lot of people are calling in sick. Yep. That's a lot of, especially with it being Super Bowl weekend, that's the day that, listen... The party started from Thursday. Maybe Wednesday. Exactly. Honestly, people was hitting my phone talking about, yo, we going to Miami this weekend? Yeah. I said, fuck you, close my door. I'm not going nowhere near that madness. I tried that. I tried doing that for Memorial Day weekend because I was gonna, I was meeting an old army buddy of mine. She Mercy. And I dragged, I dragged one of my brothers with me. And he was like, you lucky I got, like you, like, like you, my, my oh, mano. Because, because I would have done this trip with nobody, nobody. else. We literally got there in, in enough time to see my homegirl for 20 minutes before they had to go see some T.I. concert that they all paid $100 for. <sighs> well, it wasn't even a T.I. concert. A T.I. club appearance. Huh. I was like, I need this gun gang, but you guys are going to get tipped. <laughs> 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 right, so... I convinced him to get there. We leave a little bit late. But still a good time, right? We're a little bit later than normal. Right. And we so but be, but because we didn't leave with the time that we really wanted to leave, we didn't get like front row tickets, right? So that, and, and front row tickets basically guarantees that you can hear the show. Full mm-hmm. heartedly that you can hear every bit of the show. Where we were at, we couldn't quite hear the show. Mm-hmm. But, but at least Brothers was in the building. Not only that, it still provided for a unique experience, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that unique experience was that, okay, I can't hear the show, but... I can't hear the show, but I'm getting an opportunity to interact with everybody else that isn't in the show. Well, let's, let's before I even go there. I can't hear the show, but it starts off, I'm in a very good position where, oh man, oh man, you know what? Mm-hmm. During our first break, I'm going to have to take a run to the car. And I'm, so I won't end up telling you this portion. When's our first break coming up? It provided a couple of unique experiences. One of the mm-hmm. experiences is because my position allowed me to be within arm's reach of Molly Karen. Oh. Right? So Molly Karen basically had to come to our area and unfortunately I wasn't I wasn't I was I wasn't in the crowd behind her. But that's because I was I was busy in the front taking pictures. <laughs> 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 so you didn't see me on TV behind her. But you saw me in front, but because she came, because she did, she came to do the show opener, based off where we were at. 
Then, so that was the first part. Then I got a couple of grab bag items, right? Right, right, see? Uh, you know, you can see. Oh, they can't see me. They can't see me. They can't see me on the 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 on I was able to talk to a lot of the fans that were around because of the fact that, well, we couldn't hear the show from where we were at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're interacting with each other. There it goes. And while we're interacting with each other, like this brings obviously a different, unique experience again because I'm interacting with all the fans, right? That are in the back that can't hear. So now we're having our own little debate about what's going on with Kobe, about any topic that they talking about, like we having our own debate. Obviously for me, I get to hand out podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. like, like business cards, business cards, business cards, business cards. So that was, that was one good, that was one good thing I definitely, because obviously from my standpoint, I want to be able to, I want to be able to get as many, you know, I'm gonna card out as many, as much as many cards out there as possible. Right. So, obviously, when I, in between, like, me sipping, and obviously, I'm not going to talk the whole time because it's kind of disrespectful to the show. Like, we, we bring an uproar. And, you know, my voice, it carries. I don't have, I don't have the best inside voice in the world. You don't know. When you I'm, do not. When I can see outside and I'm told to use the inside voice, the brain don't really register that shit like that so much. Even when <laughs> we're inside, the brain don't register to use the inside voice like that. Like I said, listen, you could thank Uncle Sam. For, for for developing a voice that projects. Amen. 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 Amen for that. So the, only whistle. the only experience I have with being down there is my boy went and sent me a picture, a snap of him with Joy Taylor. Mm. From, from ah, he one. he was at and, he was oh. on the set of of of, of Undisputed. Mm-hmm. Did he have well, to pay for it? Undisputed or the herd. I don't think he paid for it. Okay, because I knew people that I, I know. I know they had some front row seats and undisputed, and they made you have to pay for that to, for those front row seats to get on TV. Wow. One of my friends that DJ, my boy that came with me that DJ, he knows another DJ that had to pay for his seats on undisputed. That's also another reason why we went to first take. I'm like, nigga, I ain't paying to make, to make a guest appearance for for for. For 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 unspoken cameo, like what are you gonna guarantee to go spin across my face? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that shit. like that I was like, shit that shit is whack. But now nah, when he sent me that picture, I was like, whoa! I didn't realize how fine Joy Taylor is. I I went to follow oh, no, on Joy. Instagram right away. I mean, every picture that come up, and double tap, <laughs> double tap. Joy she, Taylor, is sexy. She is fine as hell. She is, she is definitely a sexy one. And well, that's just it. I'll have to say about that. She is sexy. So we know what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take a little break, right? And when we come back, I'm gonna finish telling you about my first take experience. First take experience. Cause it gets crazier. Lucky. Bastard. This is just the tip of the pack of the iceberg. That add more. All those hoes by the water. The my. That you didn't talk to. Sports podcast.
they didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. join this team to win championships or become famous they join because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history they are doctors lawyers engineers technologists and combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only Dallin Thomas Taylor. And if you are watching on my guest host's live stream, we are now being joined in the building by the MVP himself. You know what? There's only one true way to do this. There's really only one true way to do this. We are being joined in the building by the GOAT. Uh, now, I'd like to introduce y'all to the man, the myth, the legend, the MVP frontrunner. Big trust. Woo woo. In the flesh. Yes, sir. Big trust. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes is a champion and he is joining us in the building, folks. He ain't talk. He's kind of shy right now. <laughs> Listen, he's still kind of giddy from his Super Bowl win. We understand if you're not try quite coherent to say words to the people, we're just going to continue about our experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> our first take experience, right? So, now I'm having conversations with all of the individuals there. This is, now, this is the reason why, 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 why Molly was in our section. I got the fat head. So Molly was in the fat head section so she could do the show opener with all niggas with fat heads. You know, no, no, no offense, Jalen. <laughs> but she came to my section. <laughs> let me stop, let me stop, let me stop before he, he, before he looks, uh, start looking at me like, like, like the bald, like the bald father. <laughs> Don't get us cut off. Right? So. Nah. So. Now what starts happening, because I can't talk the whole entire time. So, now so now I'm doing this weird back and forth where I can't, I can't hear your show. And I know what the Clevelander, and the Clevelander is the home of Dan Levitar. Well, on the TV to my left, they got the Dan Levitar show on. 
So I start listening to the Dan Lepertard show. So I start getting a double dose of what's going on. Mm. You, know, they, you know, they're a little bit more joke, a little bit more upspirited, right? And while I'm listening to the Dan Lepertard show, I suddenly see the crowd starts to part. And this big dude is making his way like a bouncer, right? And I'm thinking like, okay, who's the bouncer leading? So I start looking for the dude behind the bouncer. Mm. I don't see nobody behind the bouncer. I just see the big dude. I look up. The big dude is Dan Levitard. <laughs> like I take a good look at him. The big dude is Dan Levitard. And then I take a look like, wait, what the fuck is this behind? Like Dan? Cause I'm like, I'm looking at him at, on the TV. I'm, I, I'm over here standing like Stu. I'm like, Dan? <laughs> you know, shout out to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. As you know, Stu God is an alumni of my Connecticut School of Broadcasting. We share that in common, mm. right? The one that's the reason why we're both so good at what we do. Ain't that right, Patty? Just smile if you think it. See that nigga on point. <laughs> <laughs> he over here. That nigga spitting right now. <laughs> so. All right, so a couple of things I, I, I want to get out as you continue to listen to the podcast. If you're listening live, I love you. If you're listening live, you're listening even on MixLR, right? Or you're listening live directly on the website. Number one place to listen to it live. We're also, we're also pushing it live directly on Podbean. So if you're listening to it live on Podbean, please, you, this, this is also another way that you can you can get yourself directly into the show by, I think you got some love coming up on the screen, right? <laughs> That you can directly click on the show and get yourself get yourself in this debate. Get yourself included on these topics. Now, I've been having problems seeing if I can hear it on Podbean. So you may have better mm. luck because my app keeps crashing. But you may have better luck listening to this on Podbean than I am currently showing. But this is going to be a way to get directly into the show from mm -hmm. here on out. Utilize the people. We're trying to find ways to get you here with us. Yes, indeed. Take this journey with, come along and ride on my, my tea, voyage, voyage, voyage. <laughs> Fuck that whole shit up. You'll be here talking about Joy Taylor. Listen, I don't even have to marry her. She already got my last name. Shit. <laughs> like, I could just treat her like a tip drew for the rest of her life. I'd be like, bro, listen, why, why we gotta get married? You, people already think we married. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. There's something wrong with me. There's something seriously wrong yes, with me. Yes, yes. So back to first take, right? So we get to first take. And now Dan is passing by. And now I finally hear on, on my headphones, like you know, because of the delay or whatever, oh, Dan is going to try to go on the show with the car. Ba oh, because that's how I recognize it. I saw the car battery behind him finally. I, mm -hmm. I actually recognized what, well, I actually took in what was behind him. And it was this big ass car battery. I'm like, wait a minute, that was Dan because that's that fucking car battery. They were having some issue getting some car battery in from AutoZone or whatever, and they were trying to get this car battery in from China. And they also had after it came in from China, obviously it was a big package. And what's going on with China lately? They had to decontaminate the motherfucker, and then they had to find somebody that was willing to actually be in it. And mm. Some of this is just jokes. Right? I don't take all this shit seriously. <laughs> hey, right? no motherfuckers are <laughs> sensitive out here, V. Right, and. What happens next is that, so that's when I realize, that's when I recognize him. So now I hear them say, okay, they're gonna try to get, Dan's gonna try to get onto the show with the mascot, the big ass car battery, which would have been hilarious, mm -hmm. but he probably did it at the wrong time. Because at this point in the time, they're doing their Kobe segment, right? 
So this is what I end up finding out, right? Highly so sensitive. This is, so I'm, but I'm gonna tell you what happened. When I tell you unique experiences, unique experience number one, I got the fat head, right? Unique experience number two, I was right there with Molly. Unique experience number three, I got a chance to interact with the first take fans, and they got my business card. They're probably listening to the podcast right now. All my people from New York, my people that that from Vegas, my people from Arizona, the mm-hmm. people from Indiana, talk people that, that talk. came in out of town from Brazil, the people that came in town from England, the people that came from Australia, all of you that got the business card, I see you, I see you online. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'm glad you remembered me. <laughs> Lord knows that would have been a challenge with their drunk asses. So, as I told you, unique another, another unique experience. I'm the only one who realized what's going on with Dan Levitard. The only one because I'm the only one watching the Dan Levitard show while at first take. <laughs> so here I am. Here I am with. Now I'm listening to them, like, okay, Dan Levitard's going to try to get onto the show, but they did it the wrong segment. They did it during the Kobe segment. And I don't think they realized mm. what segment they were doing it at. They did it at the Kobe segment, and they couldn't get on. If they would have did it during the Steve Harvey segment, they probably would have got on like it was nothing. They're like, oh, we're going to bring on some funny into the show. We got a funny motherfucker like Steve Harvey. Let's bring in some, some, off, some awful shit, and let's see how it interacts. You know what I mean? Throw Steve Harvey a little curveball. That would have worked. But it was the Kobe segment, and they weren't getting on. So this is mm-hmm. so this is why I end up I end up realize I end up hearing what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So as he tried to get on, right? He's like, the guys, the security stops him. He's like, hey, sir, you can't get on. This is an ESPN production. This is the first take show going on. There. The guy, Dan Levitar goes back to the mic, says, I work for first. I work for ESPN. You guys are a guest in my home. My show is upstairs. <laughs> So the guy pauses and speechless for a second, and then he just, and then he comes up. Well, then why don't you just calm down? And why don't we just be one big ESPN family? And just give me a minute. He said, "Well, if we're gonna be one big ESPN family, just let me this move, move aside and let me get onto the show." <laughs> and the guy hits him back. Sorry, I can't let you onto the show right now. Listen, listen, and in on the line holds him up. So Dan obviously upset, right? Mm. <laughs> he goes, "Fuck this." You know, let me get two drinks, right? Grabs two drinks, and then he goes to make his way back upstairs. As he's making his way back upstairs, guess what? The only person who realized who he was said to him, Hey, Dan, let me get a picture before you go back up. Bam. <laughs> Mad as shit, but I got Mad my as pick. fuck, bro. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Dan gave me the ultimate meat mug. And if you thought he was being disrespectful, then you don't get the show. <laughs> that was and then and then we finished. And, and then we getting ready to leave because they're wrapping up. And my and my homeboy that DJs, right, that I'm there with, realizes that the dude that's been the hype man, right? The PA announcer the whole entire time, he right. knows. The dude that's been a DJ and the voice all day, he knows. We could have gotten all the way upstage if we wanted to and been on stage right with him this whole entire time. Right. I'm like, you asshole. I could have got all the repo. <laughs> I could have came with headbands, wristbands, koozies, cuffs, socks. You know what I mean? Like trinkets, lions, tigers, and beers. I mean, oh my. But it was a good experience. Starry-eyed surprise. <laughs> but at least I got another free drink. I got another free drink out of it on our way out, so... It's a win-win, and also the, the, the gentleman that it was—I can't remember his name—but he's also DJ Zog's cousin. You know DJ Zog. I met DJ Zog, but DJ Zog has personally 
personally DJed a bunch of my my birthdays. Because mm. I host because of my homeboy Bob. Mm-hmm. Our birthdays are a day apart. He DJs is in the business. He should, like ever since day one since I moved to Florida, we have celebrated our birthday together. DJ Zog has 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 blessed us with a couple of birthday appearances and a bunch of sessions. With no money down. Actually, the first one was but he's I guess, okay. I didn't say all of them, but a few of them with no money down. <laughs> like just came out and show love. You know, because listen, when you come to one of our parties, when we have one of our parties parties, and you know, like, hey, if, we, if it's gonna be a big enough, if we invite Zog, Zog also benefits from our parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, forever young. <laughs> <laughs> well, just make sure I don't miss the next one. <laughs> uh, man, they've been dying down. But if, if that's what gets big enough that that has to be invited by song, oh yeah, you'll be there. <laughs> Say less. So all that happens, and then, and then, and then we get, and then we finally leave, and then probably the funny, the funniest shit of the evening, right? At least, at least the part that one of my friends finds the funniest is that. I get ready to, like, we get to the gift shop, right? And my homeboy's buying a bunch of something for, like, his girl or whatever, a bunch of shit for his girl. He's like, yo, you want to get anything from me? Like, for you, for anybody you know? I'm like, no, nigga, I don't keep making my bitches. Like, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know your girl, I'm good. <laughs> like, we'll both benefit from your gift to her. I'm joking. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> These are jokes. These are jokes. So, so now what happens is that I'm, we're in the gift shop, and I, I I go ahead to I go ahead to tie my shoelaces, and this lady out of nowhere comes up to me all hysterical. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you proposing? There were no women in the store. Mm. Hmm. I looked at her like, "Wait, you talking to me?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, oh my god, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I saw you down there," and I'm like. But there's no women around. She's like, what is that? I was like, you know what? You're right. You know, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Now, is there anything wrong with that? <laughs> like, if that's your sexual preference, I perfectly get it. But that just wasn't me. <laughs> so a bunch of, like I said, a bunch of unique experiences <laughs> at the first take. At, at, at the first take viewing. And... Right out, and then later on that night, Snoop Dogg had um had a had a event there down there at the Clevelander, which I'm pretty sure most people have already seen already, because there already there was already a moment that happened from there that went viral, where some girl pulled her pants down and literally just peed in the pool. Mercy. Like literally pulled her pants down, leaned herself over, squatted down while it was dark enough, thinking nobody was gonna see her and peed in the pool. But you know, there's a camera phone everywhere. Somebody got her on camera. <sighs> Miami, never fails. So, now that we've talked about the stuff leading up to Super Bowl week, why don't we talk about the Super Bowl? Why don't we talk about Kansas City versus the San Francisco 49ers in Miami? That's why we all talked about first take and everything else being down here. Because there was an actual game going on down here. And it was supposed to be the game of games. It was San Francisco 49ers. The J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, the J, the I, the M. That's Jimmy. That's Jimmy. And it's leading the San Francisco 49ers. You know, that running attack. You know, that passing attack. Veterans, Manuel Sanders. 
on the defense. They got hard hitters. Bosa, rookie of the year, defensively. You know, you got, but you they a, couldn't contain the Legion of Zoom. <laughs> then they so couldn't hard. handle the speed. The secondary couldn't hold up on the speed. Exactly why I picked Kansas City to win the motherfucking game. We're the very the lead. <laughs> you know, on the on the defense, you have Richard Sherman, Mr. Winnie Charmy with a sorry. Insert your favorite player here. This is the result you're gonna get. Take it on Kansas City. I'm just enjoying here by as I already told you guys. You should already know by now about the MVP. Patrick Mahomes, boy. My Patrick Mahomes, you showing Pat up in the studio. Pat Mahomes. Showing up in the studio, showing us love. Appreciate you. <laughs> right? He's kind of quiet right now. He just came to show. He just came to see what was going on. <laughs> right? Against Patrick Mahomes, his offense, his 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 coach, his brilliant mind, and you know what? I'm I'm kind of mad at you. Kind of mad at you, right? Because what the fuck you mad at me for? It took me until halfway through this game, or maybe when this game was over, to realize that their head coach is the former head coach. Former of, offensive coordinator, you mean? Oh yeah, first offensive coordinator. Whoa, you didn't know that? I've been told you that. I forget, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Stop guess, drinking during the show, then. I, I normally don't drink during the show. I know. Actually, I do both a little, actually. Yeah, <laughs> drinking and smoking during the show. <laughs> Crossfade. Yeah, clearly. Just, just as long as the levels are good. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels is good. <laughs> Water boy. <laughs> Earth the pun. Come in, pun. <laughs> Some R.I.P.s. Illest mm. one with the word play. Well, speaking of R.I.P.s. We've officially we've we we officially changed what we play. We don't go play Utah. Well, we haven't played Utah forever. You probably don't even know what Utah is. Utah Utah was a New York version of Twenty One, mm. right? Where you where you scored in increments of five points to a hundred. Still twenty technically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't go play Twenty One. I don't know if you already heard about the we change. Play, yeah, we play Twenty Four now. Yeah, exactly. We play Kobe now. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, me and my brother mm -hmm. we started playing Kobe. Yeah, we played yesterday. And automatically, he was like, yo, so we so 17 to 1. I was like, we were playing the 8 by 1s or 24 by 1s and 2s. He was like, let's play the 24. I need my 2s. He's a, he's a spot up 3 point shooter. <laughs> he need those extra points to help him out. <laughs> right, so back, 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 into the, back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that Kyle Shanahan had been the offensive coordinator. For the Atlanta Falcons that were up 24, 28 to 3, 28 to 3 up against New England yep. and blew that lead, yep. which makes it even worse to me, right? Because this game started off exactly how their last Super Bowl game started on their end. And it also started off the same exact way that the two other previous playoff games for Kansas City has started off. And the results were all the same. The result that happened to Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta and 
the results of those other two playoff games. Wait, who'd you pick for this game? Oh, I picked Kansas City. Oh, okay. I thought you picked 49ers. That probably would mean why you mad at me. No, no, no. I was just mad. I was, I was just mad. I didn't know about that. I was, I was, I was, remember that little glimmer of hope I was giving them last week? You, you heard that sound? That's me snuffing out any little glimmer that you may have of anything. This picture in your life, if you ever had a glimmer of something remaining, that's what it sounds when it goes out. <laughs> that's the noise. I wish I would remember that. So, Houston started off 24 nothing. Second quarter, with nine minutes left. That game ended for Kansas City W. By halftime, by the way. 20 by, unanswered in by one half quarter. Time. By halftime. Mm -hmm. Showed you how explosive they could be within the course of just one short quarter. The Golden State of the NFL. Tennessee versus Kansas City was 17 to 7. With four minutes and with four minutes and three seconds left in the second. That game was turned around by half as well. Yeah. Yep. This game was 20 to 10 with six minutes and 16 seconds left. The only thing that would have made this more of a sign is if you could have 66 seconds in a minute. <laughs> because there was some demonic shit that happened after that. <laughs> you understand? Even when they were up. You sort of have that Tom Brady kind of feeling to you. Never doubt it. Where you were like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know if you want to relax yourself because I feel like they could come back. With and the fact, listen, and listen, oh man, with that speed, you, you know, uh, listen, man. Mm. You know what's gonna make this even worse for them? You know what's gonna make this even worse for them? And Atlanta mm. fans just know that like, we're off the hook today, but we had to bring you up. <laughs> Is that uh, as it had that Tom Brady feel to it? Both of these individuals have gone up against Tom Brady to know what it looks like and know what it feels like. And to also know what you shouldn't do. And what Atlanta started doing in the Super Bowl was play three-down football. You know what I've seen New England do for the last couple of years in the Super Bowl? Play four-down football. Do you remember how, do you remember what it took for New England to beat Atlanta? How could that isn't etched, burned, burned like a curse, like the scarlet letter L for loser? How is that not burned into your skull, into your memory? Four down football. If you play conservative, your asshole will be taken for granted. But you know what, Kyle Shanahan? He didn't play conservative. I, I, I think he's a. I think he's. I, I think he's from. He must be from the country, because there is no way that after you go through that again, that you volunteer twice to strip butt naked and run backwards through a goddamn cornfield. That's exactly what he did. Because you know what Andy Reid didn't do? They remembered what happened last year. You know how many yards it took to for, for how many yards it took for for New England to beat them last year. How many fourth down conversions? How many conversions after conversion after conversion it took for them? To the very last second. But you know what happened here? They didn't forget. They didn't forget. They remembered because they just beat the Titans that beat them. They remembered. And you know what they played? Four down foot. They didn't play scared. They weren't punting going into the half. I mean, field goals going into the half. 
20 to 10. The six minutes to go in the fourth. Mm-hmm. They put up more points in six minutes and 16 seconds than San Francisco did the whole game. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for finishing that sentence for me. That score ended up being 31 to 20. 31 to 21 unanswered points yep. in the fourth, in the Super Bowl. Yep. Four down football. Jimmy G had all right performance, 219 yards, 24 30. He had an all right performance? All right. You sure you sure all, it was all right performance? It was all right performance. You sure it was all right performance? All right. I didn't think he played that well at all, to be it was honest an with you. All right performance. No, nah, I don't think he played that well. I say it was a good performance. No, nah, I don't even think it was all right, to be honest. It was honest all right performance. I really don't think so. I up until pre- I think it was pretty bad. I thought he was having a pretty good game up and um, for the majority. I thought he had a good game until it was twenty to ten. <laughs> so he had an all right performance. At, once it became Listen, twenty to ten, he did. He, the wheels came off. He did what all of our favorite porn stars do. He choked. He choked. I'm just tired of Kyle Shanahan. He choked on the Duke. I, I'm just trying. I'm just tired of Kyle Shanahan taking all these L's, like Scarlet like, Letter L too. Scarlet Letter L Shanahan. He de- he deserves L's, but we got to start throwing them players up in there too, man. Mainly the quarterbacks of both losses that took, that gave him those L's. Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, responsible. Jimmy G, responsible. Jimmy as G well. will get a pass. No, hell no, no. <coughs> Jimmy no. G. I want I wanted you to say it because I purposely. When, once it became no, twenty no. to ten, I purposely went back and watched those two drives from San Francisco, so I could really understand what the fuck happened. Jimmy G will get a pass based How? off his age and inexperience. No, That's the only that. thing that gives him his pass. He get no pass. It's his first time there. He get no pass. This is his what? He get no pass. His first full season in the in the he NFL. Don't get, you don't get no pass. His first full season, right? First full season, no. Or well, second full season. He's injured last year. This is this is first full. I think it's even his first or second full season. So he's, he's a been, fail- he's been there for three years now. Okay, and I think this is his second full season. Yeah, man, he's not getting no pass, man. I'm giving him because I saw because I saw. I'm giving him an inexperienced pass. You know who I don't give a pass to? The, Kyle Shanahan. The first. This is his fault more than his job, Jimmy. No, no. He. Oh no. At the end of the day, Shanahan takes the biggest brunt of the blame. But that quarterback is right there with him. And I'm gonna tell, and like right underneath. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause when it was twenty to ten, that first, in that that drive that where they first ended up punting off the third and fourteen, there's that's there's a second down play, after they had, they had ran the ball on first down. They ran the ball. They get five yards. <laughs> that second down, and shotgun, and run play action. They throw a slant over the middle where Garoppolo. There's nobody near him. He throws high over the he throws high over the receiver's head. Throws high, you missed that throw. You complete that, that's automatic boom. That's first down. We keep the shit. We keep the shit moving. Boom, but instead you throw it high. It's an incomplete pass. The clock stops. I think that I think that was second and nine. Yeah, second and nine actually, because that play, because then I remember how third down went. They false start. Now you now you push back another five yards. Now you're third and fourteen, but you're still passing. Okay. Scrambling out, you're running, 
Instead of just getting down, staying in bounds, you decide to run out of bounds. You stop the clock. But either way, at that time, at that time of the game, the clock still keeps moving, so it really doesn't make much of a difference. What I'm really trying to get at here is, okay, I get it. The real talk is, should have ran the ball. Boom, boom, boom. The run was working, right? But I just told you how if <clears throat> Garoppolo doesn't over, like, overthrow a slant route, the clock keeps moving. And then who knows how that drive ends up. That time just keeps moving and whatnot. It's stuff like that. What I'm basically saying is, yes, Shanahan should know that the run was killing Kansas City throughout the second, like, probably mid-second quarter throughout the rest of the game. For the third run, it's what I'm saying. For is the third what I call week what, straight, team a team has had them down to the. Oh, no, can you not continue? What I'm basically saying is, if I'm calling a play, execute it. Execute it. Because it's not like I'm calling a pass play that we can't complete. I'm not calling some crazy shit. Both quarterbacks shit. Were, were responsible for two interceptions. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's not like Mahomes was looking much better. They just just they just they ended up executing better on as the game went on. San Francisco did not. In the, in the, in the final clutch moments, Mahomes came through. And Garoppolo did not. Partly because of experience. He has been here before, tried, chewed, and tested. Patrick Mahomes himself. Not his, not his, not his coach, because we saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes last year when he didn't have the experience, and only his coach did. And we gave Patrick Mahomes that pass last year in the AFC Championship. I'm gonna give Jimmy G the pass this year. He played a good game up until six minutes. And 16 seconds left the in the game. I understand that is the portion of and the even game. Even when Kansas City took the lead, what happened on that third down, that bomb that Jimmy G threw for Emmanuel Sanders? That's where those. experience and not being there, and also the moment being a little bit too big for you because this is your first time being there. I give Jimmy G a pass. He, his, you overthrow a ball, you underthrow a ball sometimes. That's emotion. That's, that, 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 that's adrenaline sometimes. I can give him a pass for this being his first Super Bowl or his first time in this big of a moment. Listen, Patrick Mahomes didn't make it to a Super Bowl last year, but you're not telling me that AFC Championship game against Tom Brady was Super Bowl-esque. In that game, he learned everything he needed to learn to beat San Francisco this past Sunday. He learned that last year in the AFC Championship game. Experience. It also helps when that secondary can't keep up with your receivers. All I'm, say, all I'm saying is don't get mad when Jimmy G doesn't make another Super Bowl. And I'm that, not. I, I, I won't be. But let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about what happened over there in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, 26-42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And you know what? Damian Williams, who, who a lot of people thought should have won MVP. 17, 17 catches, 104 yards. Sorry, 17 rushes, 104 yards. Six yards per attempt, touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, number two rush on that team, 29 yards. <laughs> but nine attempts and a touchdown with it. As he put on some juke move spin and a, yo, Patty. <laughs> 
nigga wallet. <laughs> and you think I'm spitting here? You was spitting on that field last Sunday. Yo, don't take that glim out your eye when you look at me. Pause, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga looking at me with all kinds of admiration and shit. Yeah, this is what I do, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tyreek Hill, nine catches, 105 yards. Sammy Watkins, five catches, 98 yards. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins. There, there was a lot of good field interest stories here, right? They were, they were, they were, they were a ton of them. Patrick Mahomes for the culture, you know, like I didn't realize how little accomplishments the black quarterback has had throughout NFL history. Can I say something real quick? This is about mm-hmm. Kansas. This is about this is about Kansas City. Well, not really Kansas City, San Francisco. <laughs> Shanahan taking L's, right? He taking an L. Taking L's. He Garoppolo taking L's. Grappler gets a pass. No, Grappler is taking some L's. I'm sorry. Grappler is taking a pass. We, uh, Grappler, if we can't Grappler, agree, then, then, then it's at a stalemate. Grappler is taking some L's. He ain't taking an L. That defense has to take some L's. Mainly that secondary. Mainly that secondary has to take some L's. For all the love and all the pats on the back and all the kissing ass that was done for that San Francisco 49ers defense all year, especially a couple weeks ago for what they did against Green Bay, <laughs> they got to they got take some of this ass whooping, man. <laughs> 21 unanswered points and how what what was the time six six minutes and 16 seconds left in the game if you guys ever get a chance listen to the best buds podcast it's hashtag best buds podcast check it out what you say six minutes and 16 seconds left 21 unanswered from there against a defense that everybody was kissing ass and patting on the back when they were playing they played differently and I don't. Well, here's the thing. Here's my. Tip. I don't. I don't listen. Here's my tip with San Francisco. Their front four. No, take it back. Their front seven. Elite. Elite can't be touched. Their defense. That back four. That secondary. I've always had questions about. When they see a top tier quarterback with weapons, combination of both, it's been problems for them. I, Perfect I, example. Saints game. Drew Brees carved them niggas up for 46 points. 46. That was a big reason why I took Kansas City. Because Drew Brees, at this point, is not Patrick Mahomes. The weapons that Drew Brees has is not the weapons that Kansas City has. But he can make them all work. And I mean, I'm not saying, like, if there's any... There's, if there's any... But exactly. There's any slight likes. any like... For the fact that Drew Brees makes those weapons work and he put 46 on that defense's head... Granted, San Francisco won by putting 48 on, on the Saints' head. But I'm like, you think Patrick Mahomes can't put 46 on that defense if he can get some time? That, that, that was the basis of my pick. That was the basis of that. And then what's it called? A couple weeks later, freaking Matt Ryan and Julio go up in there, put 29 on them, and with a game-winning touchdown. Like, come on, son. I was just like, if... My main thinking of that was if Mahomes can get time, if Mahomes can get time or at least buy enough time to run around and stuff, with that speed, those weapons, damage can be done. Damage can be done. That secondary was not going to hold up with those weapons. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, we're on... We're on. About that was a bad. That's a that's another bad loss on the Kyle Shanahan record. 
that's a that's another bad one and i went back and watched they're gonna have to make some put it this way they can't they, they can't matt ryan the situation i'll be real i went back and watched that falcons patriots super bowl a lot of uh, that a lot of that game too with the comeback you mismanaged offense you see you see not not just mismanaged not just mismanaged offense but you, you hear i was talking about execution I really went really went back and watched when it was twenty eight to three. There's a lot of things that that offense did that a a, a sack on the you're, you're driving to put the game out of reach after the Patriots make it twenty eight to twenty. You're driving, you get the field goal. It's thirty one to twenty with under four minutes left. Game clip right. Sack on first down. Holding the next play, and then. You're, you're back now. You're back at the 50 instead of at the 40. When you, I mean, you have back at the 50 instead of the 25, 30 yard line that you really must were be drunk. Hold yourself together. You Hold yourself together. You would be kicking a field goal instead. Now you're third and 33 at the at 50 yard line, and then you try to try a pass. I think I think the running back dropped it, the little out route, or whatever. So like you know. You blame Kyle Shanahan for that, but I'm like, Kyle Shanahan didn't tell those niggas to get a holding penalty, tell Matt Ryan to get sacked in the backfield, or, I mean, even, or even the drive before that, you didn't tell Matt Ryan to fumble the ball while getting sacked. So then again, that goes to sometimes you're just being too, the moment being too big for you, and your players do choke sometimes. Exactly. I mean, like I said, and, Shanahan, and, 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 Shanahan and, and, still takes blame for that loss, but... And I went back and watched that. I'm like, yo, that's just and nothing, bl nothing. blatant execution right there. Your defense will function differently with less rest. And when all of a sudden you go away from your bread and butter, both in Tennessee's case and, again, in San Francisco's case, it doesn't matter if, you, if, you, if it takes you six or eight minutes to score. That's the goal. As long as you score. If you're taking six to eight minutes off the clock, and you score great. It doesn't matter if Kansas City comes back and scores in two minutes later. You know what you do again? Take another six to eight minutes because the goal is to continuously keep the ball out of the man's hand with the magic. Magic, man. Mahomes magic. Third and 15. Yo. Third and 15. 40, 50 yard pass on whose defense? San Francisco's defense. So... Where was that secondary then? Tyreek was standing wide open. So to Patrick Mahomes, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Go. Right. Well, well, well. To another black quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Go, right? Mahomes. Is he? The, no, he's not the first black quarterback. He's the third black quarterback to win a championship. Doug Williams. I think someone else. Russell Wilson. Yes. Yes. And now Russell him. Wilson. And uh, yep. <clears throat> so. Third black quarterback to win a, so big up to the third black quarterback to win a championship. Alright. Big up to the Kansas City Chiefs to win in a championship after 50 years. Andy Reid! Big up to Andy Reid to finally doing to this. To tell with, everybody wait, to suck wait. his dick. To to finally doing this with his third black quarterback. <laughs> Yo, McNabb, yo, 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 nobody can say shit to me. Nobody can say shit to me about Andy Reid. If anybody ever whispers a slight, like, you understand? No slander upon Andy Reid shall prosper anymore. I'm going to tell you this right now. If we ever found out Andy Reid was racist, we'll be devastated. 
Listen. If we ever heard like yo, but put it this way, I don't mean like racist, racist. If any we drops the N word, I would not be surprised. We would give him a pass. Like black people only. Everybody like. That nigga says name? Oh, let's just say has had black quarterbacks since his Dante Culpepper. Wait, did he have Dante Culpepper? Nah, he had McNabb. McNabb. But he had Donovan McNabb. Help McNabb out of Syracuse. Syracuse. A couple, like a couple white quarterbacks. Then Michael Vick and now Patrick Mahomes. Like, you understand? He made Alex Smith look good. <laughs> Listen, now Andy Reid gets all the love. So Andy Reid, yo, big up to. <laughs> gets all of the love, B. Facts, B. You understand? Like even to Jamaica, <laughs> you gets all of the love. Like, like you understand? Like by the time he was done, by the time he was done with San Francisco. Richard Sherman was no longer saying when you try me with a sorry, insert your favorite player. Richard Sherman was over here like, They had Richard Sherman like that. Mm -hmm. Say something again. Say another word. And it's over, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens when you Ah <laughs> uh, oh, So The Super Bowl was, was super exciting Right And, and, and I'm going to tell you this right Being in the, being in the crowd Okay so you know, and, and let me ask you this What were All of the different things people were rooting for In the Super Bowl In, 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 in your Mm, man, whoo! Well, I think. And this goes for both Yeah, I think I think just in a microwave, I think it's Andy Reid to get his trophy. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan to redeem himself. The Chiefs to come back after the devastating loss that last year was. Now I'm talking about the fans more than anything else. The fans that you were around, what were they rooting for? Well, I didn't. Wa I didn't watch it with a big crowd, particularly per se. Is um, if I can recall, one of them was really just really hedge on about defense always wins, defense always wins, defense always wins championships. So you know what? And me personally, I was just like. Let's make that a yeah, defense must always might always win, but today that speed and you know what's funny, he had to leave early before <laughs> before the comeback started to happen because oh, that sucks. because his kids you know his kids got school in the morning. He left when it was twenty to ten and he was talking about defense, 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 and then all that happened and I was like, you know, I really wish he was still here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So the different things that was root that I I, I recognize was rooting for. Mm. People rooted for. Obviously, ton of people was rooting for Patrick Mahomes. Start to his start to the legacy. Exactly. Well, at this point, there are people right now. He got that one, and it's like, all right, sign, seal, deliver, you to go. 
Diggles, Diggles, your first Battle Hall of Fame career. Exactly. Yeah. Right there. That's all it took. Right? First year, AFC Championship, second year championship. MVP all kinds of pa- Yeah. Super Bowl So, MVP. a lot of people were, were rooting for that in, in the crowd that I was At in. At 24. There were some people that were rooting for Richard Sherman to get his second championship. True. There were people that were San Francisco, I knew they were the San Francisco fans. You know, since the days of Jerry Rice and Joe Montana and Steve Young. I had individuals that were heavily rooting for Andy Reid. Like, like because because once your team is no longer in it, now you start looking for the little things. So so what 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 in what part of the interest story here are you are you are you are, is catching your eye? Obviously, like I said, Andy Reid finally to get one. So I knew I knew a few people that did this fine. Oh shit, Kansas City won in fifty years. They oh they do one. Let's get them one. You know what I mean? I was like, well, San Francisco's like one once in like ninety eighty something. Like they're like whatever. It ain't fifty years. Like yeah, it was like the, the response was it, it wasn't fifty years. Okay, gotcha. Good. I had a couple knucklehead. Oh, I shouldn't say knucklehead. So I had a couple fa- fans of mine, or friends of mine, that were rooting for the fact that Jimmy G smashed a porn star, right? Mm. I had a couple of women friends of mine that were a fan of Jimmy G because they found out like, oh, he smashed a porn star. <laughs> they're like, yo, if he's smashing porn stars, and then actually they looking up Jimmy G pictures and seeing topless Jimmy, and they're like, okay, I see topless Jimmy. How can I get Jimmy Raw? <laughs> right? So, but also, I had, and this is and and, and this is what I was looking for, right? Because this is this is the caveat or a little tidbit. Right in there. I had a lot of female friends that were also rooting for San Francisco because it would have meant it would have been the first female women coach in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. Mm. There you go. And that factored into, like like I said, because no dog in the race, not not watching a game all year, but coming to watch with their boyfriends today, you know what I mean, or on Sunday, or coming to watch, you know what I mean, they're looking for those interest stories. This is why they talk about all of these things for two weeks. So, to the true fan, all of these nauseous, or, or to, to what the, to what some some fans call nauseous stories, because I don't find them nauseous. I like all of it, right? But to what, but to what some, some fans... And I say even true fans, or some fans call these nauseating stories. Well, these are the nauseating stories that draw in the casual fan on Sunday and get them to watch. Right. Right. So, so this is what this this is what gets those other individuals to to risk. Like, okay, let's go ahead and bring the kids over to Jan's house and get them to watch this game. And and then they start to and then the kids start to become a fan of Super Bowl Sundays because they see what kind of big event and they get to catch up with all their little cousins and all their school, you know, a couple of their school uh-huh. friends and shit like that, you know. Or it causes them to stay up that day that night to watch it themselves because they have this slight interest in it. And that game went all the way down to the wire, but it kept you watching until you was like oh for sure they don't have a chance because even that last touchdown i think was scored based off like a pick six was it not oh my oh my mistake um they had stopped them all four down so it was kansas city's ball and then damian williams took it for like 38 yards for a touchdown whoa whoa whoa, whoa. who got iggy whoa whoa is this some breaking news i had somebody text me you motherfuckers got iggy you motherfuckers got Iggy. One second. Am I, am I, Natalie, did you just help me do some breaking news right now? Look it up. Is he talking about the Brooklyn Nets? Are they, is she talking about 
the goddamn Brooklyn Nets because I, I, I'm, I swear we playing the Brooklyn game over here to the no, left. No, they agreed to trade him to the Heat. What you talking about, you motherfuckers? What you mean, you motherfuckers? See? She's my friend. I ain't gonna call her. Watch out her name. Watch out. We on air. Watch him out. Motherfucker. Don't call out her name on air, son. Motherfucker. I ain't no heat fan. You guys, you understand? Like, I was excited for Brooklyn a while ago. Like, you had me. Nah. What the fuck are you excited for Brooklyn for? Well, I That's not our team either. I, I could be excited for Brooklyn. What for? I could be excited Knicks for Brooklyn. Fans, God damn it. I could be excited for Brooklyn. I, I, I listen, up, I'm I, from Brooklyn too, son, but listen, I ain't no Brooklyn Nets fan. Listen, there's two things I big up. I big up my But I ain't gonna lie, I'm going to Brooklyn Nets game next year with Kyrie and KD up in I'm, there on a Sunday afternoon, drunk off the mimosas. I am going up there. It was supposed to be this year, but then KD bitch ass got hurt. Oh, listen, if they come, when they come down here, I'm going to try to get a Brooklyn game. I'm going to try to get a game. No, I ain't, ain't going to be the same down here. I got to no. fly up to Listen, I've, I've been on here. I got I to gotta fly up to Brooklyn for that. You remember, was it? Was it either last year? Or, no, two years ago. I think it was. And the Heat were on a nice little winning streak. And then the Brooklyn Nets came down here and spanked them. <laughs> spanked them, right? Right before the new year, right? And then they went on, and then the Heat, I think, like, went on a nice little winning streak again. I hadn't lost a game. And, and it was like, oh, well, he hasn't lost the game until, like, since the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> and the Nets were horrible. But let me tell you what. what they did the playoffs, though. <laughs> uh, so let me tell you what happened. So I treat these games like it's a home game where I'm at, right? So when the whole entire time, right, I'm, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for my Brooklyn to go, right? When, when Brooklyn. for my Brooklyn to go. Listen, that's my number. <laughs> right? You make me sick. Listen, I big up my bro. I'm big enough to do it. It's okay. What you trying to say? I'm just saying. What it's you o- to it's say? okay. Say it with your chest, it's a, I, I just say did. I'm big enough to do it. I big up my burrow. That's what Jay Z and Big said. It's okay. Nigga, I'm a Knicks fan. I can't. I can't. That's Benedict Arnold shit, man. I can't do that. I have complete and absolute love and loyalty for my Knicks, but I big up my burrow in everything. Brooklyn is my universe. If we were playing any kind of drinking game right now, and you said, name, drinking game, name a country, I would say Brooklyn. If you said name a state, I would say Brooklyn. You said name a planet, I would say Brooklyn. A continent, Brooklyn. Galaxy, a Brooklyn. Universe, Brooklyn. Okay then. So, now you understand then. You well enough. You well enough. I get it, but you well enough. You said once you said planet, I'm like, all right, now you now you bugging. I started off this saying it was my universe, and then I worked it down and brought it back up so you can understand. <laughs> so we understand where your level's at. Like, Whoa, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, 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 you stop hey, at planetary hey, level. Watch your mouth, watch your mouth, G. Watch your mouth, watch your mouth. Niggas just said they're a Knicks fan. <laughs> niggas just said they're Knicks fan. They can't root for the Nets. That's all it is. It's not my fault that niggas just snatched up the Nets and took them to Brooklyn. Who the hell told them to do that shit? And that's the only reason why I'm doing it, because they in Brooklyn. If they were, like, put it in kept their bum asses in Jersey. For my friends that are Knicks fans, right, that are also New Yorkers, that are from, like, Manhattan, that are from the Bronx, that are from Yonkers, 
from Queens. I they understand. Can't, they can't. I understand. None all. of them wanted to be a bright Brooklyn. That's nah, They can't like, do that's, that. That's been the enemy. You can't, can't. wash away. Now they can't do that. Like you can't. Any, any Bronx nigga out here claiming the Nets, yo. Shame party. Manhattan nigga. Oh, no, shame party. All them niggas, nah. Spit. <coughs> exactly. No, exactly. Shame on you. But any Brooklyn nigga that's like, yo, that's my borough. I can't shame on you. Like that, that's like finding out that that you had a kid all of a sudden out of nowhere, but yet you turned your back on him. But yet you've been shame over here running you, the X Men this whole entire time. Shame on your head. Stop. Shame like, on your head. Stop. I, I, I can't be a deadbeat father, a fan to my team. My home, t I can't be a deadbeat fan to my home team, and I, anything that bigs up New York, like I'm like even before that happened, I, I also bigged up anything that happens because anything that brings brings goodwill to my state of New York in a home, I'm all for. And at one point in time, they used to be the New York Nets, so they, they came back home, and they just made sure they were in a proper home this time in Brooklyn. I'm see. And I've been waiting to tell you guys for this for a while, right? And, I, and, I, and I'm sorry, Patty. This, this ain't your part of the segment anymore. Damn. I, 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 he's on, like, listen, you gotta take a rest. I ain't gonna be drunk. Like, this ain't even part of the show anymore. That's fucked up. I, I'm, I've been meaning to tell. I've been meaning to tell this to people, and I'm gonna put this out there eventually, so everybody knows. Y'all better leave. And, and I know I'm hard on Kyrie, right? Because I want greatness from him. But y'all better leave Kyrie and Kevin Durant alone. And and. and I'm, I'm talking about you cyber bullies, you 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 over exaggerators. Because I'm telling you what's gonna, I'm telling you what's really gonna happen. What you really don't want, what is gonna happen is that Brooklyn's gonna insulate them. You're gonna you're gonna pick on them to a point where you're not just gonna be picking on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. We're gonna feel like you're picking on Brooklyn. And, and you better start leaving them alone for unnecessary bullshit. Because Brooklyn, as a borough, will insulate these motherfuckers and defend them to the whole entire world. And if the world comes after Brooklyn, the world will lose. Brooklyn has enough forces and enough firepower to take on anybody in this world. Every continent, any planet, anybody that wants to come after them. So you come after Brooklyn consistently with your bullshit and Brooklyn will bubble you bitches. I'm telling you, back the fuck off. Because the niggas will, will, will protect them niggas if they keep coming at them unnecessarily. You ain't gonna do that shit to, to people that are Brooklyn just trying to big up. I'm just saying. So, so right, he yeah. said it, not me. <laughs> Everything he said, I co-signed. So, <laughs> so I'm telling you, like the, the negativity they, 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 they keep trying to throw at them is gonna turn. Is gonna, gonna turn the most casual people. Like, 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 but did they think like, oh, Brooklyn, blah, blah, Brooklyn, blah, blah. Oh, the fuck is my Brooklyn? The fuck is my Brooklyn? They're not gonna stand that shit. And while they get insulated by small towns like Oklahoma, you think, oh shit, is sweet. No, 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 no. Be, think, think about being insulated by a small town with, with an army, with, with the size of an army is China, with the firepower of the United States, that, that isn't afraid to go to the extreme for, for, for some un, for you, you stepping step on your Tims in combat. Don't step on the Tims. Whatever you do, don't step on the fucking Tims, B. Don't do that shit, please. If you know what I know, I need to I need to pour up. I need to pour up again. <laughs> we gonna come back because we didn't even get into the heart of this NBA talk. 
But we will because we got that Nick Tuck, that Nick Tuck. Yo, you know we got that Nick Tuck, that Nick Tuck. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari and Nintendo to its current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's, Nintendo systems, and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi Best Games, where you save more so you can play more. You know what? I'm gonna take another no. I'm gonna take another break. Good night. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, <coughs> the one and only talent, Thomas Taylor. If you're still listening, that means you're listening in, in the many different platforms that we are, that, that you can listen to the podcast. That there are currently two or well, three live forms being produced right now. There's either maybe four actually. There's on my website directly at mytsports.net. There is also on MixLR, if you're listening through that app. You can also listen directly through the Podbean app as well. And also you can catch it on my co-host's live stream as well. And I think this is his Facebook? Instagram? One of the two. <coughs> okay. So... But you actually just heard with some breaking news, right? And the breaking <laughs> before uh, I, I I had to take a moment because I almost forgot what actually sparked that whole entire tirade, right? And what sparked the tirade was the fact that Andre Ingandala has officially been moved. Now this is a story that developed that we saw developing right before the right before the show started, and I'm getting a message stating that. It looks as if the <clears throat> it looks as if the Miami Heat have officially gotten have officially gotten um Andre Iguodala and yep I'm seeing it right here. Memphis has agreed 
to send Andre Iguodala to Miami on a two-year, $30 million extension. So it looks like Andre Iguodala will be getting a will be getting four, well, sorry, $15 million over the next two years to play with the Miami Heat. And I think that's a good fit for, listen, I think that's a good fit for Miami, to be honest with you. Um, I still think they may need another piece. I'm not quite sure what that piece is quite as of yet. I'm not sure if it's a, if, if it's a pure, tall rim protector. Or, or, or they need a big man. Or someone to that nature. But from what I've seen so far... Need a big like man. They have enough. Like, listen, like, one of the things that I, I, I used to like... You know if they could funny? find a way to get Andre Drummond, whoo, shit. Andre Drummond would be the guy for them to get. Shit. Like, he can go there and be the man. Because he would be everything that they wanted out of a son right side. Yeah. On a consistent basis. They would never have to worry about it. Like, the South White Side is finally being the person that he wanted him to be in Portland. Mm -hmm. Right? But, but yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Like, find a way to get him. And it may, may be too late, and they probably don't have enough pieces. pieces. Like, like, I mean, because, because what's, what's the situation going to take back? Wilson? James Johnson, maybe? Waiters? It would have to be They'll have to be contracts comparable. Waiters, Johnson, maybe a first-round pick. I don't know if Waiters and Johnson's contract, but definitely... You would have to. I would, I would say, Winslow, Waiters, Jogic, and Waiters, Jogic, and and Winslow probably. Winslow's injured. They probably don't want to injure Winslow, so probably Johnson's and Johnson's actually playing. Mm -hmm. Like it'll probably be like those three guys and right. maybe a pick. But, but this nigga Andre Iguodala is singing free at last. Oh yeah. After listen, so since we're here, so we're being talk because listen, this Andre Iguodala talk. Oh, free at last. I'm done. Yeah, this Andre Iguodala trade does not come with its own level of controversy behind it because, as we know, that since the day that Golden State, um, Golden State traded Andre Iguodala to Memphis, Andre Iguodala made an agreement with head management that he wasn't going to play one game there that they would agree to a, to um, trade him to a playoff contender. Now the shit was they were supposed to buy him out. Of the deal, that's what was supposed to happen. That's what was supposed to happen in Memphis before the season started, and since that wasn't going down, Andre was like, "No, nah, nigga, I'm not playing." Oh, he thought no, he thought he was gonna get bought. yeah, he thought he, was gonna he get thought bought he out. would get bought out. Yes, but he basically said, "You know, I'm not gonna play, so you need to buy me out." Or and they did it. Well, they're not gonna buy. I'm not, and they said, "I'm not gonna buy you out. I'll trade you." And we'll find, we'll find, we'll trade you to a, we'll, I'll say, okay, well, I'm not going to play and find me a playoff contender. Or you have to buy me out. <laughs> because then I'll just be on your roster and you won't be playing me. And you'll be paying Memphis me. to receive Justice Winslow as part of the deal. Oh, there goes Justice Winslow. Mm -hmm. So Justice Winslow is out of the, is out of the picture. Yep. So, okay, so for them, that's dead weight. Justice Winslow's injured. He's a young player. That, um, he could sit out this year. He, he, could, he could recoup. Not. Put it this way. You know why that works? Because... You're, you're trading a player that didn't play for a player that's not going to play. So it's not like you're missing any kind of productivity or you're worried about gaining. Let Justice Winslow get healthy. And now he goes from one great training and farming system, right? We, 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 we could agree that, 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 that Memphis has a great, has a great um, sorry, developmental system is the word I'm looking for. He goes from one great developmental system 
to what I think is another great developmental system in Memphis. So it's not like he's gonna lose out in in, in development. He'll be able to, he'll still be able to train, and now he deal with a young explosive point guard that that would help him on the floor a little bit better because because I don't because because Miami still doesn't have that either, right? But they're maintaining with with what they do have, right? But and nobody has John Morant. Let's just put it that way. Nobody has. Nobody, Nobody has John ja Morant unless your name is Houston. To be one hundred percent honest with you, and this is exactly what older version, and and this is exactly what we thought he was going to be a Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, with a jump shot. And he could be, and he could be Russell Westbrook with a Russell Wilson mind frame. Who knows? Which would be crazy. Goddamn. That wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be fair. That would not be fair. MVPs. As, as I said, there's only one thing negatively. That, that I would, that, I, that, that I'm still going to continuously be caught, I'm always watching about with John Morant, and that's that knee injury. Is that knee, not just knee injury, that knee surgery that he had in the offseason. They call it a cleanup, but it's a Dwayne Wade kind of cleanup where, listen, he may have 10 good years, but he won't have 20. Which, 10 good years is not a bad run if... As you're a doing, starting NBA point guard. If you're doing Russell Westbrook type shit for 10, for 10 full years, you would be appreciated and you will make a Hall of Fame. If you do what Dwayne Wade did for 10 years, you will... You know what I mean? Because you understand if John Morant one year becomes the scoring leader and another year becomes, because he's a point guard, the all-time assist leader. You understand? And then, and then another year, because he looks like he could do it, become the steal leader. You know what I mean? Like He can do all of that in 10 years. By going fully max and giving up everything he has to give to his knee and then not being able to recover past that. And then after year 13, he's done. And he would have played till he's 30, till he's 32. And he'd be good. He, hopefully he was a championship. He may not have, but he'll have every fucking record in Memphis. He'll go into, he'll go into Memphis's um, thing if he stays there the whole entire time. Like he'll, he, like, he'll surpass Mike Conley in like a heartbeat. Oh, the, like they already forgot about Mike Conley to be what? honest. With you. <laughs> like I had to drag that name up because he just popped into my head randomly. And he's gonna make the All Star game, right? Should have made it. Damn it. Well, well, he's making the. Well, obviously he's making the rookie team, which which is what which is what I'm more. I'm more so referring to which, which is wonderful. And it's two. And it's two. Not now. I think it's too. It was probably too soon for him to make the, the All Star game. Yeah. Because he hasn't played enough. Because he hasn't played fully enough games as well. But. I mean, if it's a fan vote thing, and if the fans have watched him, he may have gotten that vote. Like, listen, if Trey Young could make it. Then John Morant can make it. <laughs> if they just let him, if they're talking about just what's aesthetically eye pleasing basketball, oh, John Morant is fun to watch. He is. Like I'm gonna tell you this right now. Shit, Trey Young. I'm gonna tell you right now, right? And it's so funny because I think this is the 2003 all over again, but New York got mellow. New York got mellow. New York got mellow. Oh yeah, look 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 at the way he has to score. New York got mellow. Memphis got Dwayne Wade. 
And Zion got LeBron. I mean, and New Orleans got LeBron. What? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, look at the way they can score. And they can, because, because Dwayne Wade has, even though he was a shooting guard, he could always run point and bring the ball up the court and do... John Morant kind of stuff, and he did consistently throw himself at the rim. John Morant can do mellow type stuff. Think of the mellow with you. Think of mellow here. But no, he can't. I don't think he. No, he can't. But he doesn't play like mellow. He plays more like Dwayne Wade. Does mellow exactly? Dwayne Wade. I feel like I feel like John Morant and and RJ are both mural types of Dwayne Wade. Ja, I think Ja is young way. I think Ja is I think Ja is, is, is still more like RJ. RJ is mature, mature way. I think Ja Morant is still like Melo. Like, I, I think I think that's still how I see him score. Because because once again, on a continuous basis, he doesn't throw himself at the rim of reckless abandonment. When Dwayne Wade came into the league, we compared the way he attacked that rim to Iverson. Remember that. The way that he attacked the rim and the way he got pounded and fell on the floor, we compared it to Iverson. Remember this. Dwayne Wade had as many injuries linked to his body when they used to show the injury report as, uh, as Iverson. Their that thing, injury, 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 was lit up on Dwayne Wade at one point in time. Dwayne Wade is one of the, is one of the first, if not the first, but one of the first players to wear padded compression. A te technically a body armor, padded, because of how he went to the rim and took contact. Padding on his thighs, because of how he went to the rim and took contact. He was one of the first players to do that, and it helped nothing, nothing. It helped preserve his career. But I, but eventually, he started playing a little bit more like, I want to say a little bit more like Melo, which is that Jordan, Kobe, mid-range, post-up kind of game where you where. It's, it's it's from that three point stance. You get a couple more. You get a couple of moves. It's, it's attack. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, it, it's it's slightly different. But that's when he stopped relying on his. But that's the kind of game with that they have when you stop relying on your athleticism so much. You know what I mean? And that and that's the and that, and that's what I mean when I say Kobe Jordanish. You know what I mean? Is is, is is that kind of post up three point stance kind of game once you stop relying on your on your athleticism so much? You're not just throwing yourself recklessly at the rim. Melo has always been a three point stance kind of slowish kind of scoring. He has never been that reckless throw himself at the rim kind of dude. Now granted, from the three-point stance, he got to the rim and got a lot of fouls, but it wasn't, I'm taking the ball up from the inbound and I'm running this like a point and I'm just gonna go from, from beginning to end and just, and, and, and just, and just, and, and, and just really just, just toss myself and just fling myself mm -hmm. at the rim like a wild man. No, he, that wasn't him. Mm -hmm. He was a little bit more conservative of, like, he, he also didn't bolt rush to the rim like, 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 like LeBron James did. He didn't have that muscle mass. Kind of different. He didn't have the heart like Wade and the muscle mass of LeBron. He's about his buckets and his numbers. It was, it was always about finesse. Regardless of how you look at it. It was always about finesse with it. It was a beautiful thing to watch. It was a beautiful thing to watch. RJ Barry's a little bit more like that. Because RJ Barry said it. My game is like LeBron James Harden. That's the name that he said when he said, I, like, that's who I'm out of my games after. LeBron James Harden. Which is a which which, which, I, which I love because it could be the ultimate before and after category in Wheel of Fortune, but they'll never think of it. 
You know, Wheel of Fortune has a before and after category where they do shit like that. Where it'll be a name like LeBron James and then James Harden. So then, the, so then when they put the category up and you solve the puzzle, it'll be LeBron James Harden. That's why I, that's why I call him that. Like Camilla Anthony Davis. Shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before and after. Which I've made jump shots for people like that, you know what I mean? Because I found that interesting <laughs> in NBA 2K. Have you ever gotten a copy of NBA 2K? Go ahead and get yourself a copy now. Like, that, that is the baddest basketball game out on the planet. If you are not playing that, what? Like, seriously, if you are playing any other basketball game, what are those? <laughs> you didn't bring that old shit up. <laughs> you know why? I was, I think I was, cause I was watching like uh, some YouTube like top ten something something recently, cause like it, it talked about the what are those and the damn Daniel, and like, <laughs> like yeah, like some shit like it brought up some some shit within the last five years, and I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Brooklyn spanked that ass, one twenty nine to eighty eight. D'Angelo Russell's still on Golden State for now. As we so so let's continue with let's continue with this talk, right? Because right now we're just talking, because right now the NBA talk actually sparked off in a way that I wasn't expecting it to because my homegirl hit me up with some breaking news that Andre Godal, and this is something that we, were, that, we were, that we were actually monitoring right before we started the show. Right before we started the show, we saw the news that Andre Godal made that, 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 that Miami Heat were, were in, in, in serious talks with acquiring Andre Godal, and here we are, and I actually saw that the news broke 58 minutes ago, so that means minutes. Within, within within 15, 15 to 30 minutes of us of, of us seeing that news, they, 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 that, that trade became official. official. <laughs> like, because, because we started the show an hour and a half ago. An mm -hmm. hour ago, it became official. Just about a little over an hour ago, it became official. Bleacher Report, I need y'all to do better with dropping me news like this, man. Damn. <laughs> okay, that, was me, that was me touching the mic. Or the headphones, I should say. So... Andre Godal is now at Miami, and... I am low-key. Oh, fuck. This is really annoying. This is really annoying, B. I find my... I, I, the basketball fan in me finds my... And it's been happening for a couple of years now, right? Knicks fans, see? I'm a t oh, that's you stomping. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please don't stomp. Um, Knicks fans... You, you can't, can't be mad at me for the Brooklyn shit, right? You can't be mad at me for the Brooklyn shit. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. You cannot be mad at me for the Brooklyn shit. Because if, because Brooklyn is my borough. And if you've heard me for the last five years, if you heard me within this last hour and a half, talk about how I feel about Brooklyn when it comes to how it, how it, how it resonates into my soul. You understand? My love for Brooklyn can make me go Super Saiyan. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> like, like, so, you can't blame me for the Brooklyn shit. For this next thing I'm about to say, I can't blame you for being mad at me. I find myself as a basketball fan only. So you have to understand, right? There's, a, there's separate sides of me, right? There's the Knicks fan, pure Knicks fan, right? The New Yorker Knicks fan, right? Knicks fan, Jets fan, Yankees fan, right? There's the pure fandom of that. And then there's the New York fan in me, right? The New York fan in, New York fan in me says, 
Knicks, Knicks first, Yankees, Yankees first, first, Jets, Jets first. But if the Mets, if the Islanders, Rangers, the, the Bills, the Giants, if the Nets, no, actually not officially, if they are playing any other team, Outside of those teams that I mentioned, I would root for them to win the game. I would root for them to win the game. We need a break. We need to go to break. We need to take a break. You can't take another break. You can take a break. We ain't taking no break. It ain't break time. Because my New Yorker in me can never have me root against a New York team. That is that is that is that. Is, I can root against them when they're playing against my favorite team. Just but when they're playing anybody else, and also, if their wins does not have any implication to my team progressing. So let's say that like, if they needed to beat, if, 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 they, if, they, if they win, you know, whatever, or they, or they end up losing, it would end up so, like, you understand, for playoff purposes, like, obviously. I'm rooting for my top three teams. So, you understand, where my loyalty lies is in my top three teams. My New Yorkness wants everything in New York to do well. So, when any of those teams are playing regular teams, I want them to win. I want them to be successful. So, I want New York to always, always thrive. Once, Once again, again, the thought of rooting for the Mets oh, is big enough to do it. It's a tough thing to, to do, right? I understand not everybody everybody can carry on that burden because you get attacked from a lot of areas. But it's okay. Can't do it. That's the reason why I joined the army because I knew I can take it. I can take it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Take that. Oh God. Now. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a, I'm a fan of sports, sports as well, and there are some things that happen in sports that just kind of intrigue me, and they make me go, hmm, and it piques my sports interest. And talk to me. I want to, and, 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 and I'm glad that I'm finding the words that I want to use for that, sports interest. So I don't want to say that I'm rooting for this team. This team has caught my sports interest. Go ahead, say the heat already. Because I've been jacking them for a minute. And So don't act like this is some brand new shit. And I think now you've heard me talk about them now for three years now on the podcast. Now, granted, I'm always going to talk about the heat. Because we're down here in South Florida. Because we live down here. There's no way I'm going to exclude the heat out of this podcast. So heat fans know. I always keep an eye on your team. Heat fans, Dolphin fans, Marlins fans. Especially since you got the GOAT, Derek. Jada! Who did not get unanimously voted in the Hall of Fame and whoever is responsible for that. I saw that, I saw that little thing the other day where you're going to remain private. You're a pussy! Actually, Show yourself. Reveal yourself. We need to know. We demand to know who is responsible for the GOAT, Derek Jeter, to not be unanimously selected into the Hall of Fame. The proper term for them is gutless puke. He's still a pussy. The term that, were, that, that has been trending that started in New York from a, from a, from a, from a, from a, from a 
prominent New York radio host and New York Yankee representative. Oh, must be Michael Kane. Must be Michael Kane. So, so that's the reason why we're going to go with this. So gutless, you he, gutless, raw, gutless what? Gutless puke. Gutless puke? Yes. There we go. I like so, it. I like it. Because it came from Michael Kane. So, because it came from Michael Kane. If you agree, use the hashtag gutless puke. Gutless puke. Because the person that did not vote for Derek G. That sounds like you don't even, you're not even worth my spit. I like it. I like <laughs> it, son. I like it. That person has decided to remain. Because you know why? And, and you know what? Because you have to, because. Just, just like Marquise Morris. Nah, when you do shit like that, you gotta own it. I, 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 and let's go, I'm, I'm going somewhere before we go back there. Just, just like Marquise Morris, Morris, right? We all um, learned that we have, to, we have to evolve our terminologies for insults. Because he, ha because he plays like a woman, no longer cuts it. He plays like a bitch, no longer cuts it. That's what he was trying to say. He was trying to say, because... Let's, Let's be honest. honest. Marquise Morris was trying to say, because we witnessed we witnessed what, what happened. happened. We, we witnessed it right here last last, last week on the show. show. We, we saw it happen. I believe it even happened, happened that night or the night before, right? We, we witnessed it, it. I believe right now as it happened. Marquise Morris was basically trying to call him a bitch. Who? But instead he said, yeah, he plays with a lot of female tendencies. Because that's what was used to be. The, the acceptable, acceptable way to say that, that somebody's acting like, like a bitch on TV. You know, you know this, this is a man's, man's game. He just plays with a lot of female tendencies, tendencies ducking and shit. You know what I mean? So, so that's the reason why, why I wanted to, to, wanted to guide you away from, from saying he's a, he's a pussy. Because you know what? We all love pussy. That's true. We all love pussy. For the ones that have it, for the ones that don't have it, we all love pussy. Because it's puke, though. It's a nice little ring to it. That's a certain rhythm of accountability. You understand? And the reason why this is and, and now there happens to be about a dozen reporters that have decided that, you know what, we are not going to release our vote to the public. Sorry, no can do. And amongst that, those dozen or so people happens to be the one individual that didn't root for Derek Jeter. So now let's get back, because we got to Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter by talking about how we talk about all Miami teams about about our about our hatred for everything Miami. We need to make hatred for everything Miami first. It was I don't have so much hatred toward everything Miami. Well, I do. See, this is what makes it even harder to get to. Right, so. I'm always, always going to talk, talk about what's going, going down, down here in Miami, Miami right? right? Because that, that is, is a big, big part of my audience, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a big part of the individuals that I interact with living down here in South Florida. Granted, while a big portion of them are, 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 are you know, the South Florida fans, you have a lot of displaced New Yorkers 
Still, just ill. Did I already mention the Dallas Cowboys? Well, let's just mention Texas. Texas. <laughs> so, so, so my Texas, Texas teams, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. I have no problem with the Texans. I love Deshaun Watson. Cleveland, Cleveland um, even the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Um, yeah, they're so, not worth talking about. <laughs> well, not anymore. They're not worth. They're not worth jacking shit about. The last relevant thing that was even worth even thinking about talking about is when their coach referenced their players to a bunch of thugs. When he meant slugs. You don't realize. I find a way of sneaking to Cleveland. Cleveland some way all the time. I'm a Cleveland fan. I find a way to talk about calling Sexton being stuck between two defenders. You see, when you when you mention it, it's not the problem that I didn't pay attention to. It's just like it goes, it's just like I, I, don't, I don't really I, I don't because it's irrelevant basketball. That's what it is at the end of the day. So I don't care about irrelevant basketball unless it's my Knicks. I tell it to all of my army buddies that listen that listen to the show, our local audience, and all my New Yorkers. That's, that's, where that's where the Mighty Sports, Sports Podcast come from. Because, because this is this is for all my Mighty Vets out there. You know, like, this, this is just weird. This is where the preface was starting. I know some of my Knicks fans. You know. So, so for years now, Miami have jumped on our radar, right? Unfortunately. And the reason why it jumped on our radar about three years ago was because the Miami Heat were contending to be a playoff team. And I couldn't name you one person on that team. Other than Wade. No, Wade wasn't there. No, he just retired last year. Wade was doing his stint in Chicago that year that I'm talking about. When they first jumped on the radar. He hadn't come back yet. How unpleasant. Even he makes it come back yet. Even he makes it worse. He was doing his stint in Chicago and Cleveland. Even makes it worse. He was, he, he was seeing life outside of Miami. And he was like, it's cold. It's a cold world up here. Out there. I'm coming home. Coming home. When I left the military, I Tell the world I'm coming home. We got 40 degrees out here. Imagine what the rest of the world got. Whew. I spoke to a chicken in Alaska that says like, like, yo, it's negative 70 degrees and the sun is out. Negative what? 70 degrees and the Keep sun that is out. Shit. And the sun is out. Keep the that shit. The sun isn't setting in the 70 degrees. Negative 70. Keep that negative shit. Negative 70 degrees, I'm sorry. So. Keep <laughs> that shit. So. For a couple of years now, we've kept an eye on of Miami. Because for a couple of years now, we have, it's been hard for us to recognize any viable players on that team to make that team a playoff contender. Deion Waiters was on that team, I get it. Carl, um, Justice Winslow was on that team, I get it. But what were they? I'm drawing Jogic, like the Dragon. What were, who are these guys? 
bam, out of Bayou. Like, I think he was there three years, two years ago, or three years ago. Like, he's been there for a little while now. So, so they've always had these guys, guys and you're wondering, what is, what is the Heat doing? doing? And then, even when Dwayne Wade comes back, eventually, Dwayne Wade doesn't get that starting position. Dwayne Wade realizes that, oh, me starting breaks up the chemistry of this team. Dwayne Wade comes off the bench for his farewell tour. Remember that. So he, did, he, so he didn't mess up over that. And even then, they were a playoff contending team. And for two years in a row, I'm looking at Miami Heat like, who the hell are Miami Heat thriving with? Hmm. And again, we have set it out for a third year. This is a team that has now Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Justice Winslow, Sorry, Sorry let, me let me rephrase this. This, this team has. <laughs> this team has. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler. Kendrick Nunn. The, 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 dra the, the, the dragon, dragon that used to play in Phoenix. Phoenix. Some, Some guy, guy named Bam. And two rookies. That's, That's how, how most people know the Heat. Tyler Hero. None. We, we all know them now. now. Oh, you should, should be knowing their names by now. You don't know them by now. Bam, get used to them because they're the number two team in the, in the East, East last time I looked. Bam, out of Bayou. None. Butler. Yes, and Justice Winslow, who just got traded now to Memphis. So now you have Andre Iguodala. I guess to come off the bench and help them out. My and talking about mentality, mentality and, and culture, culture? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just about, about that culture. culture. Mm, mm, mm. He's definitely about that culture. That's, That's his kind of culture, culture. as well. As well. So, so I have low-key been paying respect. respect to the oh yeah, big up to them. Big respect to them. And, 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 and nothing like they, they do get our respect for the job. Absolutely. It was after Dwayne Wade finally left to go do his stint in Cleveland and Chicago that made me realize that, oh, Eric Spokeshire is actually a good coach. Because anybody could win when you have Dwayne Wade and two other superstars. Oh, yeah. By now, if, if you don't think Eric Spokeshire is a good coach, I need you to be drug tested immediately. So, Immediately, him, him being a good coach started, started coming up to me, started making me realize, started started popping up to my eye like three years ago. If anything, it makes you appreciate the LeBron Wade Bosch era even more because you're watching what he's doing with this team. And it also makes you realize that, damn, you wish you would have had this kind of experience when he was coaching them back then, because they would have won four straight. They would have won four straight. Man, but also. This, this culture, culture and, and, and the clout that he has now was built on the backs of Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. Haslam, too. Shout out to OG. He's yeah. still over there. Because he was there since the day that Dwayne Wade been there. Mm -hmm. So, it, so they come one and the same. Is that what he can do now was built off of the backs of them. Right. And if and if they didn't give him what they gave him back then, he wouldn't have what he has now. Because be when you can coach them and you and you get those guys to win, what can anybody in this league say to you? 
when Dwayne, when Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and Chris Bosh fell in line to listen to you to win two rings? What can anybody say to you or challenge you as a coach? When you're Pat Riley and you've got enough rings to polish your toes with, you understand? What can you, anybody say to you? And that's when their culture was, and that's when their culture was built. Because the Heat culture didn't exist before then. I'm sorry, I didn't think they had a culture before then. That what Alonzo Mourning and whatever ever. That wasn't really a culture to me back then. Maybe it wasn't. I didn't see it back then. No, it, it was. We just weren't paying attention because because we were like our next our next was actually and, and, decent. And, and, and we actually had a culture out there. Exactly. So we, didn't need, so we need to worry. We didn't need to worry but about what the fuck was going on in Miami. Part of that because me realizing he had nobody else there and, and having to super analyze him over the last couple of years, it made me realize that they have a culture, they have a system, they have a coach, they have a they have a president of basketball operations. I mean, they, that, I mean, we know there's a culture in the set when that nigga's been there since '95. Well not, well, not necessarily coaching, but a culture. Not coaching culture. Involved in that organization. And since he's been there since '95, and it's but Tinker doesn't always say anything because the New York Knicks had an individual that was that was with their organization since 2003. That's totally different. And they just let him go. That was Steve Mills. Steve Perry. <laughs> you combine it with Scott Mills and Steve Perry. No, they kept one of them. No, Steve Perry. Is one and, and Scott, Scott Mills, Mills is the other. I'm saying you combine, you combined, you said Scott Perry. So I said Steve Mills. Okay, is Scott Mills or Steve Perry? You're fucking my head up. It's Steve Mills. That's the name of the guy that got fired, man. Steve Perry. Please don't make me hope on my phone for that shit. I've heard enough of it the last two days. I know the nigga's name is Steve Mills. You thinking Scott Mills? Oh, Scott. Listen, Perry. If I open, Wait, if I open my phone and it's Steve Mills, you are gonna have me cussing up in here for about five minutes, yelling at the top of my name, voice. The guy that got fired is Perry. Perry got fired. That's all I know, right? So the Knicks have hit that. What I want to call that reset button. And remember, we we talked about this for a while, right? We've, We've actually kind of talked as we get into our next talk, our next talk. We've, We've talked, talked about, about this for a while. Was that the low-hanging fruit was that you need to fire, fire or, or James Dolan needs to sell the team. team. And, I and I keep telling everybody that... Steve Mills, by the way. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Steve Mills? Oh, so I got it. I got. No, I get. I got it right when I said that shit first. You said Scott Mills. Lord have mercy, I'm gonna jump over this shit right now. Hold on. Steve Mills. Yes, Steve Mills. That's what I was saying from the jump. And you were talking about. And you talking about Scott. I wrote down. I wrote down Steve Perry. Steve Perry. See, I seen. I was thinking about something else at the time. Like, like, hey, come on, son. All right. So. New York Knicks have gotten rid of, gotten rid of Steve Mills. And now, Scott Perry continues to be in the organization. And he is now the head of basketball operations. For now. Well, because if they keep him, just let you know, 
that this is going to be another. Producer, you say for now. Depending on how long they keep him, this is going to be another three, another three to five year project because. If you, if you if you don't realize it, James Dolan is a is a vent is a fish is, is and it's what you do. You start from the bottom. He's starting from the bottom up instead of from the top down and keeping everybody at the bottom. First he got rid of the coach and now he's realizing well you know what this coach this current coach is kind of, is actually looking to do is actually looking like a decent coach. Um, I've been lied to through certain parts of my um through certain parts of this of this of this last year where. I was, I was told, told that, that we, we were going to get two top-tier top free agents, and that didn't happen. Wait, wait, you're saying this is Dolan saying this to himself? Yeah. Well, he's the fucking reason why we couldn't get two free agents. But he was told that we were going to get two top... He is not the problem. No. He is not the problem. I keep saying this. Motherfuckers literally say Dolan is the reason I won't sign. Dolan, Dolan is not the problem. problem. Once again, these, these Neanderthals out here may think that Dolan is the problem. It's low-hanging fruit. We don't need to think that. We have the players who were linked to come into the Knicks literally saying Dolan is wide and sign. That's since he had the Oakley issue. Before then, that was not the issue. They, they use Dolan, Dolan, but it's their management they've had an issue with. And if you want to, if you want to say, oh, Dolan's the issue. Dolan's the owner of the team. You said you said management, right? Who puts the who puts managing the management? Who puts management in there? Once again, there's a reason why you micromanage, though. But he's micromanaging to get in the way. No, to be uh, a pest. How how has he been micromanaging to be in the way as of the past? Well, now he can't do it because the block is hot on him. Let me, let, how has he been managing to be a pest? Once again, because see, this is the narrative that goes on about James Dolan. What is a, what is a reality that actually that, that actually does exist? Because you only look at the because you only look at the lens of James Dolan as a Knicks fan. Well, you don't see the shit that he has as a as a hockey owner as well. Well, who told his dumbass to own two teams? What well, successful well, owner owns more than one team? Tons. Who? Tons. Who? Name them. The, the owner. There's there's more though. There, there, there's a couple of them. There, there, there are plenty of there are plenty of players. There are plenty of owners that own more than one own more than one team in multiple sports, and they do well. And they're successful. Yeah. With both teams. Yeah. When you when you tell me who, I hear it. I have to remember how many. I have to remember the owners are that that have the multiple that have the multiple teams. But there are. Multiple owners. So, which is why every time somebody says James Dolan needs to sell the team, I say that that's low hanging fruit. James Dolan is just consistently trying to find the guy that he needs to find to run his team. And he has not found that guy. Thought it was Pat Riley? I mean, thought it was Phil Jackson? Was it Phil Jackson? But when he hired Phil Jackson, Everybody thought it was a good move. Once again, everybody says, "Oh, when they sit, when most people say what they're saying, 
They're looking, looking at it through revisionist history. history. It's that 2020 vision. Because, because I, remember I remember what every single Knicks fan said at the time of the signing. Every single Knicks fan was elated. Oh, finally. But Phil? Phil. Fulfill. Everybody was elated. Was was elated. Fulfill. Because he said, "Oh, I didn't sip that sauce." Because ultimately, you know why? They was like, "Oh, we finally got somebody that knows basketball." They didn't care. He had no experience, and this was his first time. He was like, "Oh, we finally got somebody that knows basketball," and they also thought they got somebody in there that had clout with players. I didn't sip that sauce. So this fans was elated. So so I don't want to. This one wasn't. So when I hear the people say, "Oh, that they should sell the team." Once again, that's, that's low-hanging low fruit. fruit. Because, because that's also to say that, that oh, you, you have, have not run, run a successful franchise ever. ever. You haven't made the Knicks successful, but that doesn't mean that you haven't ran a successful franchise. franchise. What, he what he keeps, keeps looking, looking for in the Knicks is what he has in his hockey team. And that is a president of basketball operations that knows enough about basketball and is going to make the necessary moves to make his team successful. And yet time after time, he keeps being failed by the person he puts in charge. So after a certain amount of time, instead of having this person continuously be there, you know what he says? I can't keep making bad investments. It's like it's like having a stock in your portfolio that's bleeding your portfolio. You're not going to keep that motherfucker there for sentimental value. No, you're going to sell that motherfucking stock. And hopefully bring in better stock that can help your portfolio grow. And if you make a mistake on that one, you know what you do? You sell that stock too. And every once in a while, you know what you're going to do? You're going to sell Twitter too early. That may happen. You may sell Tulsa too early. Not me. I know somebody else that sold Tulsa too early. You may sell Tulsa too early. Tesla. Sorry. Too early, Tulsa. Not, 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 not this place in Oklahoma. But the car company. <laughs> yeah, so you may sell Tulsa too early. That may happen because you may not have seen the growth process and you the way you wanted to. Or because Tesla may have had in, you know, proper interaction with one of the masseuses on the team. So you had to let them go up. You understand? In the middle of their process. That, that may happen, happen. But, but ultimately, he has been, he has been, as, as you want to call it, as past your micromanager to the point where he's like, the person that I hired to do, to do the, the job or the job that I thought they were going to do is not doing the job. What they, what they are promising me is not what they're promising me. James Dolan came out and said, we were going to get two top tier free agents, two all-star players. James Dolan doesn't make this shit up. He has people in his organization that told him this. James Dolan thought this was going to be a playoff team because somebody in his organization that helped construct this team told him that. So, these are expectations that you have as an owner based on the people that you put in charge. They don't say, hey, we're going to strip this thing completely down. We're going to go through this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. This is going to be how we're going to look for five. Which is what we're basically going to have to do again. Which is what has happened, but that's never been the story told. You know what this has been told to in this hockey team? We're going to strip this down. We're going to first get him a new salary cap to make sure that's proper. We're going to accumulate a couple of draft picks during the process. We're going to draft some young players. We're going to develop some players in our system. We're still going to be bad during this time frame. But within that time frame, we've identified some key players. Those key players are going to grow because we're going to build a farm system, which is weird that since he has been told this, 
course, course hockey, hockey team. What I, what don't, I don't understand, understand which is the part that, that baffles me, is, is why wouldn't you want somebody, somebody that is, that is mirroring that same kind of verbiage when it comes to your basketball team? And that's, and that's the part, the part that, 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 that is, is the, the one part that I, that I do, do hold them accountable. Because, because everybody else that isn't, isn't telling you that they're going to do what has been successful for your hockey team, why, why are you entertaining it? Because anything else is a fly by night in the system. Anything else is working on a whim. Because do you know how you can guarantee that you're going to feed yourself? By growing your own food. You can't, you can't guarantee, guarantee you're, you're going to be fed by, by saying, oh, oh I think I'm going to be able to walk out the grocery store with two, two apples. apples. Oh, I, oh, I think, think I may get some money two weeks, two weeks from, from now to be able to buy, to buy, buy these two, two cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. No. no. You grow some food your goddamn self. You plant some seeds and you grow some fruit yourself. And what happens within some time, you'll be eating the fruit of your labor. The no. Knicks, they still, they still growing young, young which, 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 which they had, had in the past. Now, now hopefully, we keep thinking that this is not going to be the problem this year. Or, or moving, moving forward, where R.J. Barrett and, and, and Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson won't be traded off for LeBron James, James two years from now. Because, because that's, that's what the Knicks would do. Is that, is that two years from now, as R.J. Barrett guys really start to develop, is that... They, they trade, trade away three of these guys, guys and some future, future draft picks because, because LeBron James now wants to come to New York. That uh, where shoot they, my shot. That's where they've made the mistake in the past. At least, At least this year, they said, well, well, you know what? We're not going after anybody, after anybody if, it, if it, these people, people are supposed, supposed to come to us. And when they don't, we'll sign anybody to one or two year deals and then we get them out of here so we can try to do this shit again. Because what happens with one or two year deals, these players have to ball out, right? And sure, and sure that they're, that they're worthy, worthy of, being of being traded, traded for. Like, like Morris, Morris, like Morris, like Julius Randle. Because, because one of those two of those guys have to be gone by tomorrow. If both, if both of those, those guys are on the team, by the trade, trade deadline, deadline tomorrow, tomorrow, I will put off his field. Those are facts. I'm going to be upset. You can't get rid of a guy that has the fourth highest three-point percentage in your league. You can't, you can't find a team that wants him? The Miami Heat game give up any draft picks for none? Not that I see. Not one? Well, then I don't want to trade with them. Because I also want a draft pick in there. But I know somebody told me earlier today that Marquis Morris is not, is not the kind of guy, guy to get to guarantee to, 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 to be like, yo, you're going to have, gonna have to hold out this, this trade because, because we can't get a draft pick. pick. Yeah, he, yeah, he's really not. That's he's, the thing. He's, he's not. not. I, 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 I hope they don't think that. that. And I hope they say, say that, oh, we couldn't get enough for him. And that might be because young talent is comparable to a draft pick. If you're developing them right. Because eventually... You're going to have, have to do, do what the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets did. did. That, that is, is take, take on contracts, contracts 
of, of guys, guys like, like D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Take, take on contracts of guys, guys like Joe Harris. Harris. Take, take on contracts of guys like one of those rated, dumb-dreaded up guys. I think the nigga that got his clippers now, I think. One of those guys. You know what I mean? Or Joe Crowder, I think it was. That plays in that plays in um. Memphis. Memphis. Or Memphis. 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 You know, you know what you can, can do with Kyle Kuzma? If he, if plays, he plays like Marquis like Morris, Morris, you can't can trade him, him for, for an actual, actual live, live body and, and a draft pick. Because, because he's, he's young, young enough. See, if, if Marquis Morris, Morris, Morris was six, six years, years younger, younger he would, he would, and he was and playing, playing like this, not only would the Knicks not get rid of him, first of all, for the most part. But he would warrant then a draft pick then. Because, because Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma now would want, would want a draft pick. If you want to get, get Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. And if Kyle, if Kyle Kuzma is playing like Marquise Morris, Morris, you would, you would want a, per, a, body a body in a draft, draft, draft pick. So that's what so I'm like, but, but if you can get, get Marquise Morris, Morris for, for, for someone like Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, right, right now, some kind of young thing that can do that, you get them now because if you develop them within a year or two, like Brooklyn had did with their players, then you can trade them away for draft picks. Because that's, that's what you're all to get it. So you may not be able, able to get it in the first, first trade, but, but the, the, the continuous, continuous flip, flip, like the like guy, the guy that, that flipped the paper, paper clip to eventually get a, get a house, house, that's what that's you're what trying, trying to get. You're, 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 you're flipping, flipping paper clips to, to build your house. house. So I don't so want to hear that, oh, the fact that they couldn't get a draft pick for Marquise Morris, stop it. If I hear they're getting comparable young talent. And if they and develop, develop right, can we can flip, flip the next, the next year, year or in the, 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 the off season? season. I'm setting myself up to be upset with the Knicks. You definitely are. The fact that you even put that energy out there. You already know how this goes. I don't know why you do it to yourself. I don't know why you do it to yourself. But, 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 I'm just glad we did the podcast today instead of tomorrow. So you don't come up in here cussing up a storm. But, but this, this, actually, actually, this, 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 this isn't is just me. me. I, don't I don't just speak for me. I speak for New Yorkers. Yorkers. Oh, yeah. This is what, this this is what they're saying. saying. Like, 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 oh, trust me. You're saying this. It's just you have the energy to bring it. I feel it, <laughs> but I'd just rather you say it. I, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time getting myself riled up when it comes to the Knicks. So, so this, this, is, this is what, is what they're, they're saying. saying. Now, they've been, they've been working from the bottom up. They fired everybody up from the bottom up. Now, now the only thing I'm worried about now, now right? Because, because I, don't I don't trust Scott, Scott Perry either. either. Exactly. I don't trust none of them. He, he has, has been in this organization, organization since 2017. No. no. No, Mills was the one who did since 03, left a bit, came back in 2013. Has Perry, Scott Perry, Perry, got, been Perry got there since 2017. I was his very first thing. It was Mills who's been there for a minute. So, so he may, he may give Scott, Scott Perry, Perry a bona fide chance to see if, to see if he, he can do, do this job. job. If he if doesn't, doesn't do this job well, well 
Hmm. You know, we're talking about three to five years before he may replace them. Mm. He may give it because. You have, you have to because to give somebody, somebody comparable time to do their job, you have to give them at least two to three years. Minimum. Depends mm -hmm. on how fed up you get with them in two years. But you're going to give them at least two to three years. If he's, if he's doing a decent job and he continues this level of this slight level of growth that we've had since last year. Slight. Slight. And I want to say even a slight momentum that we built this year with Mike Miller, right? Mm hmm. He, he, I can see Scott Perry, Scott Perry keeping his job for three to five years. years. Now, now granted, we've already heard that they're trying to get um, they're trying to get Jerry out of Toronto, which I think which I think is, is consistent. Like, like now he's now he's moving from well, he stopped chasing after big money players and just throwing money at them. Let me go back to chasing these big money. Like you got to go to Toronto. Now, granted, is Jerry Phil Jackson? No, he's actually the opposite. But you you can't you can't. You can't, you can't do the, the move that's gonna, gonna cut, off cut off your nose, nose kind of shit. shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Save face. Because, because you have, you have to, give to give up all of this assets, right? Like all of these draft picks or any, or any of these young assets, assets that we got to get to Jerry and any of these draft picks, then it's not worth it. Because the job that you're hiring for him for, he's gonna be handicapped in doing because you just gave up everything that he would need to do the goddamn job. Like the shit that he would have needed to jump to the job, you have to give it up. You can't, Especially when all you had to do was just wait one more year when his contract was up with Toronto. Basically, you just gotta do what you didn't do for Melo. Let's hope, let's, hope let's, let's hope that he can practice some kind of restraint, which he, which he has not shown to be able to do all the time. Because James, James Dolan does care a little bit. At least when he, when he has 80... How, how, how many people does the NASA score going? I don't even know. know. But when, he, but when has he has a couple... Three, tens, tens of thousands... Of fans, fans telling him to sell the team, team and he, he can't throw out anybody because it's the. Listen, listen when we, when we joked about, about this. this, what are you going to do when, when it's the whole entire arena? arena? You, can't you can't throw them all out. out. Mm -mm. Like he was like able to isolate Charles Oakley, but you can't throw out a whole entire arena yelling that shit. Which also was the antithesis and the sparking point. One of the sparking points. So Scott, Scott Perry bouncing, B. Steve Phil, sorry. Bouncing from this, from this team. team. Now, now, from what I've heard, I've heard Steve, Steve Mills is still going to keep some kind of role within, within the Madison, Madison Square Garden organization. I think so, yeah. Just, Just no longer with the Knicks. Well, fine, whatever. He's, trying to, he's, trying to, he's, he's like, yo, you, you can't be involved with my team, but I keep you in my organization, so you still continue to get bread. I don't want you out there trying to find new work. And based, and based on what you've done here, here I, don't I don't think anybody's gonna, gonna give you a shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you may you have, have to be like, like a positions coach, coach or some shit in the NFL. NFL. <laughs> if you wouldn't want to have a shot. So since we're talking about basketball still, right? We're gonna end the show in the next 20 minutes, just let you guys know. Since we're talking about basketball, All-Star Games around the corner. In two weeks. Mm -hmm. All-Star All Games is, 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 is filled with tons, tons of players. Now, I want to throw a name out there, right? And I want to, and I want you to, th and thinking about, about All-Star Weekend specifically, right? right? 
I want to throw, throw a name out there, right? right? And, I and I want you to think of the first thing that comes to your mind, or first event that comes to your mind when you hear this name. Zach Levine. Dunk contest and all-star game. Zach Levine is going to be in a three-point contest this year. And not the dunk contest. Follow-up question? Because you've mentioned the first two things that pops up in your mind because you've been on the Zach Levine campaign forever. Do you care to even see Zach Levine in a three-point contest? No! Especially the fact that Aaron Gordon's in the dunk contest. Especially the fact that Dwight Howard's in the dunk contest. Especially the fact that Dwight or Derrick Jones Jr.'s in the dunk contest. Son. I want to see Zach Levine in the dunk contest. And the, the way he's been playing this year, he's worthy of all-star play. Did he make it? I don't think he made it. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. I had a paper. Is it over there? Thank you, sir. <laughs> And you were rooting for him, but you, but you know what? what? He, he had to make it somehow. And the, and the fact that he's in a three-point, like, like, put it this way: if we, if didn't, we didn't get, get, get if we didn't get Zach, he can shoot the three. He really can't shoot the three. It's just like, uh, like, damn, son. Dunk a three-point contest, really? And then on top of that, like I said, the way he's been playing this year, I thought he was worthy of All-Star play. Thought he was worthy of all-star play. And, and maybe he, maybe the three-point contest is to show his versatility. And to show, like, yo, I'm I not mean, just a dunker. Like he really can't shoot. I did the dunk contest already, and I won it. You know what I mean? To, like, come back. Because Dwight Howard is back, and Gordon is back, and you're back. And those were three of the most memorable dunk contests that we've... Those are... Those are three, three individuals, individuals from, from, from some, some of the most memorable dunk contests we've had in the last... 10, Ten years? 20 years? years? What was Dwight Howard in that contest? 15? Like, I, like, I want to say Dwight Howard hasn't been in the league 10 years, but with the last 15 years, in some of the most intriguing dunk contests that we've had, that has involved Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, and Dwight Howard. And then before that, obviously, we know the Vince Carter dunk contest reigns supreme I, 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 to all of them. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm not even excluding Vince because Vince is in a whole different era and category. But I'm saying within the last 15 years, those three names are synonymous with some of the most interesting dunk contest moments we've had over the last 15 years. Why would Zach Levine not be in a dunk contest? Like... I don't want to, like, you understand? I, 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 I may just change the channel whenever Zach Levine is taking his three-point shots and then come back. Just to make sure the ratings dip a little bit. Like, to be that petty. It hurts. I don't want to see him in a three-point contest. What I am interested to see, though, is I just saw something pop up. I am interested to see if they will show the, if they will show the All-Star game live in VR or the All-Star whole entire weekend live in VR. Because I would love to watch the three-point game, the dunk contest, and any one of those games in VR. During, um, during the um, live while it's happening. That is something I would sit here and wait and, and watch. Oh my God, the dunk contest in VR? The, the, the angles that they have? Oh my God, that's going to be ridiculous. So, we see one trade that's already happened, right? Which is, which is now officially... Um, Andre Gondala to the Miami Heat for, you know, 
just, just you know, you know too many Urkels on your team. That's why your win's low. Zach Levine should have got in before Kyle Lowry. Now, now Zach Levine could have gotten before DeMontis Sabonis. No disrespect to those guys, but and, and I, 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 I know we all I know feel like I'm all over the place, right? Because we have trade talks, we have NBA, we have the NBA All Star game, NBA All Star game, ten starters: Giannis, LeBron, AD, the Beard, Luca, Joel Embiid, Kimba, Trey Young, Kawhi, and Pascal. I don't see Zach Levine ahead of any of those guys. Those are starters. Okay, you need to touch the starters. Then we got. Ben Simmons? He could, there's there's an argument. I can make an argument for that. I can make an argument for that. We have Ingram? Western Conference. We have CP3? Western Conference. Rudy Gobert? Western Conference. Dame Dallas? Uh, what? Dude, the way Damien been playing right now, you can make an argument that Damien should be starting. Damien. So calling Dame hundred dollar. Shit. <laughs> he, he's at least no longer Dame. He at least got to five dollars at least now. At least twenty dollars. Shit. <laughs> um. Wait, that wasn't Ben Simmons. Who is that? Whose name is that? I got Simmons down here. Whose name is this? Bam. Bam. That's who that was. That was Bam. I don't buy you. I'm not gonna do him like that because the way he's been playing this year, and for the Heat to be a surprise, I'll let him keep his spot. But if but if, but if he already made it one time, I'm like, oh, exactly. All right, so now we have Ben Simmons. You say you can make an argument. Yeah, now what about yeah. Demontis Sabonis? He's low key in that same category as Bam. It's just we already got one of those, and Indiana is like a fifth or sixth seed. Zach, Zach, get your get ass, your in, ass it in it before him. Jason Tatum? I let JT rock because he's raised his game up a bit. Cal Lowry? Now that's the name of the one. one. That's, that's the one, one right there. <laughs> that's, that's the one right there. <laughs> no disrespect, <laughs> Kyle. But you already have many all star appearances. You got your ring last year. Yo, get your, Cal you already Lally got Pascal up in here, get your ass, ass out of here and let Zach Levine rock. But for how surprised that you keep saying that you are about how Toronto is doing, nah, we're going to keep him in here over Zach Levine. Because I don't hear you talking about how surprised you are about how well Chicago is doing. We got Chris Middleton and then Russell Westbrook. And that's the actual all-star game. The rookie game, we won't go into. There's going to be a bunch of names that you guys don't know. Probably, and half of them you don't even care about between it being a world and USA game. Just know that R.J. Barrett is there. John Moran is there. Um, after playing after playing three games, um, Zion Williamson has qualified <laughs> to make it into the All-Star game. <laughs> um, 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 That's all that matters, baby. Um, the Jackson kid is going to make it. Um... There's another guy from Memphis that's gonna be on that's gonna be um on that squad as I think well. Miami Heat fans, I think you I think your guys are gonna be up in there too. Oh yeah, you're gonna have none, you're gonna have Hichamaro out of Washington in there. You're gonna have Tyler Hero in there, and you're gonna have Dunn in there. Yeah, so Miami the Miami the Miami organization is gonna be is gonna be well represented. Atlanta's gonna be represented. Phoenix is gonna be represented. New York is gonna be represented. Memphis will be represented well. Poor, um, the Pelicans will be represented as well. So there's gonna be a lot of good team representation out there. Luca. 
Trey Young. Now, in this three-point contest that we talked about, Zach Levine, right? There's also going to be Davis Bortanis from Washington. No, no reaction for Davis Bortanis. Okay. We have Devontae Graham from Charlotte. Okay. No, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. There's, there's a lot more people. Thank you. <laughs> we have Joe Harris from Brooklyn, former winner of the three-point contest. And also to Joe Harris in Brooklyn. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. <laughs> we got Buddy Hill out of Sacramento in the three-point contest. We got Duncan Robinson in the three-point contest out of Miami. Who? Duncan contest out of Miami. So there goes another category that Miami's gonna be. Miami's gonna be represented everywhere in this in in in. In this All Star Weekend, except, except for in the Skills Challenge. That's the only place gonna, that, that they're not going to be represented. Wait, actually, I'm tripping. They're represented everywhere. You're right. I, I, was, I just overlooked his name for half a second. There's going to be now the three biggest names in the three point contest are going to be. And honestly, Buddy Hill. If you've seen Buddy Hill shoot, like they shouldn't, they shouldn't sleep on Buddy Hill. But the three biggest names in the three-point contest is going to be Zach Levine, hey, Damian Lillard, hey, hey, y'all niggas ain't see how my son Damian Lillard been out here shooting out here averaging forty-five and ten, and Trey Young, yo. Damian Lillard, Damian Trae Young in the finals. finals. Word two. two. And then I now, hate to say, hate to say it, it, but a con but a contest like, like this, this, Duncan Robinson probably gonna be right up in there too. Most now, and and probably with Joe Harris too. Joe 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 Harris has that has that has that bird on his side. In the dunk contest we already talked about. <laughs> we already talked about the dunk contest people. Dwight Howard, Aaron Gordon. Derek Jones Jr. from Miami, and then Pat Covington, Cunnington, sorry, from Milwaukee. How the hell did Pat Covington? There goes the name he should have been replacing from the from the dunk contest. Oh my gosh, Zach, you really gonna let this shit go? You really gonna let Pat Connaughton get up in here, Zach? Yeah, that's your man's in him. That's your man's in him. That's your man's in him. That's who you've been defending for God knows how long. <laughs> and in the skills challenge, Demontis Sabonis again whoa, represented. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before, before we continue, we need to say a quick prayer. Quick prayer. Lord, please let the dunk contest be entertaining this year. In your name, amen. Continue. Well, put it this way. Between Aaron Gordon and Dwight Howard, I feel like because if Aaron Gordon is joining again, that means his knees is feeling well. Because, because the only time he joined, the only reason why he joined the year after he won was so he could defend his crown. He never won. Actually, no, he didn't. That's why I'm sorry. He's a back-to-back -back thing. He back-to-back -back second place. Yeah. 
One time he robbed. earned second he place. Robbed. He robbed. He got robbed. He got robbed. Let me let me nip this shit in the butt. He got robbed. Nip this shit in the butt. He got robbed in the recliner. No, he got robbed in the recliner. What should have happened is there should have been an extend an additional round between Zach and Aaron. I don't want to hear this bullshit that he got robbed because if you motherfuckers go back and watch that whole dunk contest in whole, what dunk did Zach Levine do that was not worthy of him winning that contest? Seriously, and I'm not even trying to be someone who sounds like he's not exactly means tip or whatnot, but son, go back and watch that dunk contest. Aaron Gordon's dunks were lit. The problem is, Zach Levine's dunks was just as lit. He was getting 50s, and, Z and Aaron Gordon, where he fucked up, was missing a dunk. And we all know how Shaq is with that shit. You miss one dunk, you get deducted a point. Don't miss your dunk. Zach Levine didn't. Aaron Gordon did. Tough titty. Deal with it. Just like how Dallas fans are currently dealing with getting that work done unto them by the Grizzlies. They're losing 112 to 95. That's happening with five minutes left to go in that game. Luka must still be hurt. Now, back to the skills contest. Real quick. Devonta Sabonis, Spencer Dimwilly from Brooklyn, as Brooklyn's going to be represented again. Hey. Pascal Siakam, Bam Alabama, Bam Adam Bayou, Jason Tatum. Patrick Beverly, Chris Middleton, and, and your favorite, Derrick Rose. I heard he's dropping out. Is he going to let Zach Levine get in there? But she thought she was funny or something? Uh, that was funny. That was hilarious. Because that's it. Because it looked like it looked like Zach Levine is pulling on LeBron. Which I'm gonna tell you this. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. No, 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 no. Pulling the LeBron. No, 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 no. Because at least Zach Levine has gotten this shit twice and won that shit twice. LeBron never got in it. Don't you dare do that. Now I am gonna say this. And I don't know if I said this last week. From the moment I heard that. Dwight Howard was joining the slam dunk contest. The first thought that I had was finally LeBron James is going to be in a slam dunk contest. Now, not as a as a as as a participant, but as a prop. I thought LeBron James was going to allow himself to be a prop in this slam dunk contest. And then I heard that Dwight Howard had asked Kobe. And you suck for this. Once, <laughs> once I heard that he didn't use that, that actually once Kobe passed, I was like, oh no. If LeBron James is the guy that's going to keep carrying on what Kobe was carrying on, which he's been showing lately with how, with how ruthless and how unconscious he's been with his three-point shooting. God damn. Is that what it took was, was for it was for one of his people's when it was, was one of his mentors to die young for him to unlock his game? I guess this shit should have happened eons ago. He would have been averaging a triple double for his whole entire career. Sheesh. I'm not saying Kobe should have died eons That's ago. I'm saying, I'm saying one of his mentors should actually I'm not wishing death on any of his exactly, mentors. No. But I'm just saying, like, if this is what it's taken 
would. To fuck. Like I wish he would have had this kind of focus eons ago. So when he said that now it's gonna be not once not once he said that Kobe can no longer be there. I mean Kobe had agreed. I feel like LeBron is gonna finally join now. I, f I have a feeling that LeBron is going to join. And if LeBron steps foot onto that court, I am telling you right now, Dwight, I, I kind of already have Dwight Howard as a favorite for some odd reason to win a slam dunk contest. But except for people who think like he looks goofy as fuck with that hair. <laughs> I fuck with it, Dwight. I fuck with it, sir. I fuck with it heavy. But Dwight Howard, I think he's going to get LeBron James. I think he's going to get LeBron James. He's got now, to. we're going to end the show with one last topic. And it ain't going to be about Mookie Betts going to being traded from, 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 from the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Boston, yeah. That's what y'all doing. Y'all trading your best player, the second best player in the whole fucking major leagues. Big up Mike Trout. <laughs> so we ain't going to talk about them doing that. But we are going to talk about within the next couple of minutes. And I, mean, and I do mean couple. There's a big fight going on this weekend. Finally, it's here. It's finally here. Tyson Fury. Next weekend. Nick Fury. Not Nick Fury. Nick Fury versus Tyson Wilder. Next weekend. 22nd. What? 22nd. This weekend? 22nd. This weekend is John Ball Jones. Nobody cares about John Ball Jones. Oh, okay. Then we're done with show. I'm sorry. Ah, it was a big fight weekend this weekend. But nobody cares about steroid using cheaters. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the talent, the one and only talent, Thomas Taylor. He is the quiet storm. Cowboys, sign Prescott. Stop being gay. Yeah. That's what I gotta say. Damn, Cowboys. Why ain't you hit? Oh, really quick. I don't blame them for not signing him. They think it's racist, but but I think they're they're looking at too deep. Yes, they would have already signed him if he was Tony Romo. That's because 20 years ago or however long ago when they signed Tony Romo, it would have been a mistake and it was a mistake. They are learning from their mistakes and that's the reason why they have chosen to not give a guy like Dak Prescott this money because they see what happens when they handcuff their even though he may be looks good for their for their franchise. It still they still know what looks what happens when they handcuff their guy themselves to the wrong quarterback for too long and also they just paid Ezekiel Elliott last year and you see how he shitted in their face this is the money I'm about to wreck you no I'm about to wreck you I'm about to wreck you I'm about to wreck you they signed everybody else everybody else everybody else is signed oh the, the, the main players on defense is signed he's black who? who? They were black? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Main players on defense is signed. Okay. Who else is? It's literally Dak and freaking Amari Cooper. Both of those two. Okay. Let that be any white quarterback right now. Oh, no. No. He's taking them to the playoffs twice out of the three years that he's been there. Twice out of the three years. Got a playoff win. Romo didn't even do that when they got him that contract. Like, come on, son. 
Pay that man! Is Dak Prescott the the quarterback of the future? Pay that man. Can you tell me that Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the future for the Where they're ranked right now for the draft, they will not be able to get a quarterback. They will not. Pay that man. Can you tell me that he is the quarterback for the future? They talk about franchise tagging him. Kirk Cousins didn't even the three times they because they somebody hit me with oh Kirk Cousins got franchise. I hear you not answer that question. Can you make let me finish my point? Can I finish my fucking point? Because was in the show. Go ahead. Kirk Cousins got signed three years in a row with a franchise tag. That's what motherfuckers keep hitting me, right? When did Kirk Cousins take that fucking Washington team to the playoffs? Was, it, was, it, was that a mistake? What? Was that a mistake? Franchise tagging him? Of course it was a mistake. Okay, then. So you want to repeat mistakes? Repeat mistakes? So, so what? What's the difference between franchise tagging and then just fully guaranteeing guarantee that man money? What's the difference? difference. Washington ended up paying up more money franchise tagging that nigga. Can you, Can you tell, tell me he is identifiable the quarterback of the future for the Dallas Cowboys? How's he not? So you said he, said he is. is? Yes. And if you, and if you believe so, believe so then, you then you pay him. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys don't think so. That's, that's the reason why they're not, not paying him yet. yet. They're going to pay him. That's the problem. They're, they're doing all this bullshit, and they're going to end up paying him before the season starts. They will. He will not be franchised. Mark my words. He will not be franchised. I can understand them not wanting to pay him because you don't want to make the same mistakes that you've made in the past, which is what they've been trying to do for the last five years. The problem is they're not going to. The problem is they're not going to find the quarterback. They're not going to. The way Prescott carries himself, it's like Donovan McNabb reincarnated a slightly better Donovan McNabb. You wouldn't for you wouldn't give a slightly better Donovan McNabb the the money. If you're, if you're Cincinnati, Cincinnati and you may, you may have, have number one or two pick next year, or maybe not maybe number five pick next year, and maybe the Dallas Cowboys say, hey, we'll give you Dak Prescott. You're Cincinnati, you take Dak Prescott? No. Why not? You just said he's a franchise quarterback. He's a franchise Dallas But why would you give up your number one overall pick for that? What for? There's not many quarterbacks in this league you would give up your number one overall pick for. Top five pick. I said. No, 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 no. You just said Cincinnati Bengals. No, no. Don't you don't you take it back. Don't take it back. You said Cincinnati Bengals this upcoming draft. No, no, no. I said next year. I said Cincinnati Bengals next year, and you have a top five pick. You just you just twisted everything that you just said. That's not what I said, though. That's what you heard. That's what you heard. As we give you an extended version of the podcast, as I was trying to end this now three minutes ago. No, no, no. You know that Cincinnati Bengals have a first-round pick this year. They have the first pick. First pick. As in, I got Joe Burrow right here waiting for me. Okay. Why would I? Why would I trade my number one overall pick? That. There's not many quarterbacks that I would do that for. I don't know, I don't know if they get Joe Burrow this year. Who? We don't know. Bengals? They're taking Joe Burrow. So let's say they don't have a quarterback yet. Right? Who? The Bengals? Yeah, let's say they don't have a quarterback two years from now. Right? And the next. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about in the next season. After, after Dallas has already franchised, tagged that Prescott for one good year. But they're drafting Joe Burrow. So like, but we don't. Okay, let's say Joe Burrow doesn't pan out. We don't, we don't know. A lot of things can happen. happen. But, let's, but let's, once again, I use Cincinnati Bengals because they suck this year. So I'm just projecting them a year from now. And they have a top five pick. You don't have a quarterback. You take Dak Prescott from Dallas? But you but you need to specify, though. 
You need to specify. You need to specify Prescott's years. What kind of year does he have? Does the team make the playoffs? Do do they? He doesn't, he doesn't make the playoffs again. He has a year like this year. Just like this, where it's where it's twenty six touchdowns, ten interceptions, and he doesn't make the playoffs again. Doesn't make the playoffs. Like give him the money in terms of coming over coming over there. Like you you gonna like he's on a franchise tag dish for for the first year, and now he's going over, and now he's gonna go over to Cincinnati, and you're gonna end up paying him, and you're gonna give up your top five pick and send him to Dallas. Oh no, you don't do that. Why not? You don't do that. You want to send him a top five pick for that, for that, for because that Prescott? Because Cincinnati's not going to be ready to win. You only do shit like that if you're ready to win. Would you give up a Would you give up a top six to ten pick for that Prescott? Six to ten? Mm-hmm. I do. I do like ten to fifteen. So he's not your franchise quarterback. He's a franchise. They quarterback. have doubts. Up. You see. You see. You're saying pay him for pattern. What if, what if you don't want to? What if you want to break the mold because the pattern is flawed? Like you say, if you're gonna break the pattern, you better make sure that what you break it for is can't miss. Because like I said, everything else there is set. So you know what that? For what? So you know what that? Sit out. Sit the fuck. That's what I'm saying. Sit out. That's what I'm saying. Sit out. Dallas Cowboys. I'm franchising. If you franchise me, sit out. Let me sit out. Sit out. Sit. I dare you. Sit. I dare you to sit out. Sit. I'm gonna place your ass in two seconds. Sit. Sit. You know what? Because you know. Because you know the Dallas Cowboys have no problem being. Mediocre. Exactly. Because you, because you know why? Could they still sell? Could they still sell tickets? And their and their television revenue is gonna be up. So Dak, sit out if you want. Sit out. Because you know what? That whole that whole team has everything. So now, so now, everything. Okay, so now, pay that man. Now let me ask you this: If you're Dak Prescott, and you are now, they're not paying you because of your color, B. Now Dak Prescott sits out. Right. Right. Next year. And you're, and you're a team, a team that has, that has a, top a top 10 pick. pick. Are you Are giving up your top 10 pick for Dak Prescott? If you need, if you a, need quarterback. a quarterback. Or anything. Or anything. You see, is the problem. If he sits out, the, the team's not going to want to draft him because so he'll be a free agent. So there's no need to worry about trading for him. It'll be another Le'Veon Bell situation all over again. Because you can franchise him again. But see, that would be dumb. He didn't play. Why would you franchise somebody who didn't play? Be spiteful. But you guaranteeing him money. <laughs> exactly. So you, if I'm Dak, I'm like, all right, I didn't play for you, but if you want to franchise tag me again for me to sit down, not okay. okay. So now, all right. So now you're not. So now you're not giving up anything. Exactly. So now, so now okay, he's so now a what free team are you out there agent. that needs a quarterback? You say I'm picking up Dak Prescott as 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 my franchise quarterback, and he's not going to help my team win. What, who are what, you? What team? Yeah, yeah. What team? Who? Hold on. Let me. What team? Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think now. Let me think. Go ahead. Because I'm trying to think what team is ready. All they need is a quarterback. He could go to Indianapolis. That's one spot because Bursett. Nah, that, that that's not flying. Okay. So Bursett. Got it. Okay. That's one. We might have to we might have to retouch this because it's a lot of pressure to think all these teams right now. I got you. Because you, you keep, keep thinking about 
Now, now like I said, because like the NFC, the NFC you're, West, you're the NFC West is set. Oh no, no, no! I'm not emotional. Fuck that. Hell no. You're being emotional about this because no, 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 they don't want to no, sign no, him no. because he's black. No, they don't no, want to no. sign him because they have no. been, they have had a pattern of spending money poorly over the last two decades and over the last five years they have tried to but the, pro the problem is why does it have to come against the quarterback who's been the most productive commodity for that whole team against everybody who they paid because he hasn't proven it to them and what have the other guys proven is it Elliott earned his money last year the same Ezekiel Elliott who basically cost them the season before by being a dumbass and getting suspended for six seven games because he couldn't keep his hands off women? That same guy but, that you just cut the check for but 90 his, million? But, his but the quarterback, but the quarterback, but the, but the quarterback, but the quarterback, the quarterback that you don't want to pay, but the quarterback that you don't want to pay. When Ezekiel was doing all that bullshit, he was still right there being first class Eli Manning type shit when it comes to the media, all up in the community, and handling his shit on the field. But how does he look when he doesn't have the running game? So we're going, so we're going to act like that offensive line is top dog now? I'm sorry, that was that. Uh, what, did, did, were he not coming in here and talking about they had one of my best offensive lines out here? I didn't say, on, I didn't see, I didn't say anything. They were ravishing. They were ravishing over Dallas's offensive line. They were foaming out of the mouth. Them expertise, them expertise don't know what the fuck they talking about because the same cowboy, because listen, I only know this because from going to fucking bruise room, big up bruise room week after week to watching these complaining ass cowboy fans, watch how their offensive line get whooped play after play after play. Shoot, Zeke got his numbers this year, but it wasn't no rookie year Zeke. Why? Because that offensive line was not as dominant. Zeke out here. Two yard, three yards, four yards. I didn't see Zeke busting for twenty yard, thirty yards, forty yards like he used to. So Dak out there, drop back, boom! Already got somebody right in his face. So before he had, and then who told Amari Cooper not to show up on road games? So before he had, Zeke talk about fourth and eight season on the line, and I'm on the sideline. Get the fuck out of here. Questions about Dak Prescott. Without, without Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott. Without, without Amari Cooper, there are still questions about Dak Prescott. There are question marks about Dak Prescott. The only reason you can justify paying him is based off a pattern of behavior of the NFL. Dak needs to get paid. That's the, That's the only, only reason. reason. Oh, oh, you pay, you pay guys, guys like Alex Smith when it comes time for them. You just pay guys, you just pay Carson Wentz when his time when his time came up. up. Oh, if this if was Tony Romo, because they made a mistake continuously, you would have paid him. Okay. Do you want your? Do you want to continue other guys repeat a mistake? There are there are other guys on that team that have gotten paid. There are other guys on that team that have gotten paid. That quite frankly, they could have made them. Hold on to get their money a little bit more. So the fact that they do this to Dak is fucked up. I'm going to make this personal and then we're going to cut off. Would you be happy if the New York Knicks decided to sign Marquise Morris suddenly to a five-year extension, $30 million a year? He doesn't even compare to Prescott. 
No, no, but, but pattern, pattern of behavior is what you're talking about. You said, oh, they would have paid Tony Romo? Well, guess, well, guess what? The New York Knicks back in the day would have paid somebody like Marquise Morris as if he was a top tier free agency. You're knocking him, you're knocking them because they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not repeating their toxic behavior and applying it to Dak Prescott. But Marquise Morris has not been on the Knicks long enough, nor have the Knicks went to the playoffs with him for for that to even be a rational discussion. The Knicks before, before from doing, doing that. Garbage, though. garbage. No, that's only a relevant conversation. If Marquis Moore, if Marcus Morris, for Marcus, if Marcus Morris was on that team, did Tony Romo take him to the playoffs? No, 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 no. Irrelevant, because you just said Marcus. Stick to Marcus. Marcus just got there this year. How the hell can we compare that when he just got there? Okay. He so just got, got there. there. He didn't take has, the Knicks this, to no playoffs. Has that stopped the Knicks from doing irrational shit like this before? That is before. irrelevant. Really? That is irrelevant really? to this. Because so, 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 we're talking about a guy that okay. went to the playoffs two to three years. That has drafted that team. If Marcus, if Marcus, Marcus just, just got there. If irrelevant. Marcus plays out the rest of this season, is what I'm telling you, and he does what he does. If the New, if the York, New York Knicks, Knicks shouldn't, and, the, and, the, and the New York Knicks sign him to a five-year contract, what would you no, think? No, because that's the Knicks' ass. At least the Cowboys got to the playoffs a couple years with Prescott. But that is something that the New York Knicks would have done in the past, is what I'm telling you. The way that Marquise Morris is playing right now, the Knicks in the past would have signed him to a long-term contract thinking he was the guy. So what, so what you're saying is that, is that you need to pay Dak Prescott because back in the days, the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys would have paid Dak Prescott. Oh, they would have made, they would have given Dak Prescott that money because they would have given Tony Romo that money. You just said it. Tony Romo didn't do shit for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, neither has Marquise Morris and neither has a lot of players in the past that the New York Knicks have thrown money at. still damn near relevant. So... What would what stop them? them? So you're basically, so you're basically saying, saying, hey, based on past behavior, Marquise Morris, give him a $30 million dollar contract. Because, because that's what you used to do. Because that's what you did. You know what? You, you paid guys poorly in the past. Do it again now. Because you have franchise malpractice in the past. Repeat it. I'm saying pay Dak Prescott. And do it again because he's black this time. I'm saying pay Dak Prescott. Because as a rookie, he took that he took that team to thirteen and three, and a playoff game against Aaron Rodgers, where he went tit for tat with that dude. The next year, why they missed the playoffs? Because my dumbass running back decided to get suspended for six, seven games. Fucked a whole bunch of shit up. The next year, they go to the playoffs so why could, again. So, why can, so he was that dude. Then why come he didn't elevate his team in that year? Did you not see that dude running for his life that year? That this that same offensive line that they suck dick about. Oh, I thought they had an elite offensive line though. They because don't have Ezekiel that. Elliott had an had an elite offensive line in front of him his, during his first year. Exactly. And then all of a sudden they were gone. Now it's a nothing happens after they were that. Gone. They were so gone. now everything has to be perfect. So, so now you're also saying that Dak Prescott cannot overcome one or two slight pieces in a bad offensive line. So he can't do what Patrick Mahomes. Or, or, or Action, Action Jackson, Jackson can, but you, but you want him to get paid like them. I didn't say he needs to get paid like them. I'm sorry. No. If they were up for money, okay. No. They're not up for payment right no. now. No. I'm not saying he needs to get paid. That's no. That's the kind of money he wants. He's not getting that. That's the 
that's the money he wants. You're saying pay that man. Well, that's what he wants to get paid, and that's what paid that man. Thirty-five. Okay. And you keep it moving. Okay. Okay. So. Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, Dak Prescott wants to be paid like a top-tier quarterback in the league right now because he's next up. That's what they're fighting against. We don't want to give you that kind of money because you're not Patrick Mahomes. You can't overcome a bad offensive line. You're not Lamar Jackson. You can't, you can't overcome a bad running game. You're not this dude. Yeah, you, yeah, you want, want to get, get paid, paid as if you're one of the top tier quarterbacks, quarterbacks in the league because, because you're next up. Just because you're next up doesn't mean you deserve the next top tier money. money. We're trying to negotiate money that's going to help our franchise flourish, and you're trying to put us into franchise malpractice, and your only justification is, well, you gave Tony Romo bad money. So because you gave somebody bad money again, let's keep practicing bad habits. Because, because that's what's going to make you successful. successful. Because that's, that's what's made the Knicks successful over 20 years. You're misconstruing what I'm saying. Bad habits. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're misconstruing what I'm saying. So there's no there's no point to keep going back and forth, dog. There's no point. This is a different, different way to look at it. You want to give money because you're misconstruing. You're misconstruing what I'm saying. So it's like I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna raise my voice over over the podcast when you're when it's like fucking punching a wall. All I'm gonna do is keep fucking up my hands. That's a waste of time. Dak wants to get paid like a top tier quarterback, and you just said you want you should you should pay that man like that. I never said you should pay that man like that. Well, you said pay. I said pay him. I did not. I did not say pay him no. He wants to get. I did not say pay him no Patrick Mahomes money. I didn't say that shit. So you realize what we've been arguing here is not the fact that that you shouldn't pay him. Is how you said franchise tag him. That's what you said, and I was like, no, 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 no. Don't you dare slap that man across the face like that with a franchise tag. Okay. Don't you dare do that. Because, because they don't, don't want to pay him what he says that he wants to get paid. Figure it out. That's the problem. Don't franchise tag that man. So let's okay. So let's let's rewind. Figure it out. Don't franchise tag him. Let's rewind for half a second. You say pay that man. That man wants to get paid as if he's a top tier quarterback in the league. Right. And we're arguing that they should pay him. And I'm like, I understand why they haven't paid him. Because he is not worth the money he is asking for. Can you, Can you? Are we disagreeing with that? He's not worth Mahomes' money. Is he worth the money he's asking for? He's worth Carson Wentz money. Is he worth the money he is asking for? Which is forty mil? No. Okay then. So they can't pay him, and that's why we only have a one quarterback, maybe two. Thank you. Is worth forty million. You help me make my point. The reason why they haven't paid him because they can't pay him the way that he wants to be paid because they don't value him the way that he values himself. And the only reason why they paid Tony Romo, they gave Tony Romo next man up money. They refuse to give him next man up money because they'll be resetting the market to pay Dak Prescott. And they don't believe Dak Prescott is worth resetting the money for the market for or next man up money. So you're saying, so you're saying just pay that money? No, they can't pay that money because I'm not saying. I never said pay him as if pay him forty million. There we go. I never so said that. He, so you don't so believe, you don't believe that, that Prescott should be paid then? Gotcha. No. 
Prescott needs to be paid, not forty million. Okay then. So we pay that. I'm talking about when I say pay him, I'm talking about secure that man. Had that man secured to when he comes in there, at least he know that money for at least the first year is guaranteed. Which, which they have given him a fair offer. That Prescott wants to be paid like he's a top quarterback in this league. Then I need to see whatever numbers that was offered to him. I need to see those because if if it's some bullshit like under thirty, crap, crap, crap. Now what Carson's getting paid thirty seven million. If Carson was getting paid thirty seven million, Dak should definitely get paid like thirty six, thirty five, at least thirty two. Crap, 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 bull crap. Bull crap, especially especially when everybody else on that team has gotten paid. I'm sorry, no. I would I would I would I would understand I would understand them hold withholding money more if they had to worry about paying other people. The only other person that they have to worry about paying after after Dak is Amari Cooper. That's it. Everybody else has been taken care of. Everyone else. So, so that's, that's where, where that's where that's the where argument, argument really, really lies. Is that, is that yes, everybody nobody, nobody said that he shouldn't get, get paid, paid because, because that's, that's a minute, minute point. point. The bigger, the bigger issues, issues is can he, can he get paid what he wants? wants? And where the problem is, is the Callous Cowboys are saying, we can't pay you what you think you're worth. We have a different value here for you, and we need to find a way to make this work. And if you're not willing to get that, then hey, you know what, Dad, go sit out and see if you get that money somewhere else. And go see if someone else is willing to give you 40 fucking million dollars. That's what I'm talking about here. That's what we're arguing. The minute point, point does that person deserve to get some money? Yes, he deserves to get some money. Does he possibly even deserve to get maybe even Carson Wentz money? Yes. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. That's even a maybe. It's yes. Should you get paid more than Carson Wentz? No. Maybe. See? And that's, and that's where, where his line in the sand is at. 37 mil for Carson Wentz, 37 mil for Dak Prescott. Even if I buy one more dollar, I want to get paid more than Carson Wentz. And then, like, we don't value like that. And honestly, what Carson Wentz is being paid isn't helping his team win. Because you know what? You know what? As much as I don't like to praise anything this little cop cheating sucker does, you know what he has done consistently to help his team win? Take a fucking pay cut. Because, because he's, he's because you, know you know what Tom Brady, Brady even, even understood as much as, as I, I, be, I, I, I may be considered, considered the best quarterback, quarterback in the league, I'm still, I'm still a system, system quarterback. That Prescott is no better. Tom Brady right now should get paid more than that Prescott. Tom Brady should get paid more than everybody. No, there are about five quarterbacks in the league that should get paid more than him. For one, the amount. For one, for for one, for one, the amount of times that Brady's taken pay cuts to help that team, and for the for the peak times that his career was at an all time high, and he's like, nah, I'll just take the fifteen million. I take the fifteen million. So this is another thing that they're looking at too. The white container. That's what I've been asking for. This is the thing that they're looking at, too, like, well, the best quarterback in the league ever never asked for this kind of money. Until now. 
until now. When it mattered, when it mattered the, most, the most, he never, he never asked, asked for this kind of money. Until now, this is 20 years in the league after, after six championships. championships. So when you've so won six championships after 20, 20 years in the league, then yes, you can ask for top tier money. When somebody has been considered for two fucking decades to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league and he never taken enough money, you can go to Dak Prescott and say, we don't, we don't think, think you're, you're worth, worth the money that you, that you think you are worth. Go, go walk, walk, and now, and now you, tell you tell me, who is, who is paying Dak Prescott Carson Wentz money? Since we want to talk now, since now we understand the page that we're actually on. It's where Dak Prescott thinks he should be paid, and where the Dallas Cowboys thinks he should be paid. Who's going to pay Dak Prescott Carson Wentz money? Who? Yes. Any team? Yes. You'd be surprised who would do that. You really want me to list these teams? At least three. I got Chicago. I got Miami. I got Jacksonville. I got Tampa. Jared, 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 Jared Goff keeps sticking so up the so joint. That, so that, you, know that, you know what? Go to Tampa. Great, great. You get your money in Tampa. Shoot. Stafford's contract got to be so, up so, soon. So, you understand? Wait, actually, 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 you said, you said Miami, Miami, Tampa, Tampa Chicago, Chicago, Jacksonville. 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 Stafford contract might be up soon, so okay, give it okay. a couple another years so and maybe Detroit. Which one, Which one of those scenarios, scenarios are better than the Dallas Cowboys? Even when Dallas is losing, which one of those scenarios is better than Dallas? Tampa slightly because of the offense. Even when they are losing, which situation is better than Dallas? Even when the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys are losing, are losing which, which one of those teams that they can go to, to a situation will be better, better for, him. for him? Totality. Totality. Not, just Not just on the field, on the field off the field, field and everything. Which situation becomes better for him? And at the end of the day, on the football field is all that fucking matters. And on the football field, all that matters. So which one of those teams can he win a championship with? Tampa. 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 Out of those teams that I listed, Tampa. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the coach, Bruce Arians. And until, and until he actually, he actually wins, what's going to happen to him? That Prescott's going to be a $37 million dollar no, happy quarterback. Exactly. exactly. He's going to have, have, have his money, and he'll be, and he'll be a fleeting leaf, leaf, leaf on, 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 on a full of trees, trees you know, on, on a tree in the middle, middle of winter, winter and you see them fall to the floor. He'll be an insignificant yellow leaf in Tampa, going nowhere. Until he, Until he actually, actually wins. Win. And, and, and is that Prescott the kind of guy that can turn a team like Tampa around to win a championship? Do you believe that? Why, why can't he? Why can't he? Why can't he? Why can't he? The nigga came in there his rookie year and took the Cowboys to 13-3, three, son. The Dallas Cowboys that already had, as you said, a monster offensive line at the time. The same running game, that same fucking running back came in the same year that he did. The and, fuck? And, and, and also, also had an established, had established, had, had also an established running game, game and an established offense line. That actually might, might like, like the Mark Murray, Murray get paid somewhere else. else. So, so he came, he came into a great, great situation, situation to be a great, great man. man. That running back was a rookie. Some of those, some, some of those pieces did were. And did the quarterback not ball? Did the quarterback not ball? Don't do that. Don't you do that. Don't you? Did the did the did the, did the did the running back not need the quarterback? Did the did the running back not need the quarterback? Did the running back not need the quarterback? How did the running back not need him? He didn't need his numbers. Really? He didn't need Prescott. Really? Nope. Nope. Really? Nope. Nope. At all? No, no. Wow.
He was getting he was numbers, getting numbers, numbers before, before Dak Prescott. Prescott. Before he came in the same fucking year. What the hell are you talking about? Came in the same year. They were both rookies that year. They went 13 and 3. How did he get it without him? Prescott was there every game. He was not. How? 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 How could Zeke look good without Prescott when Prescott was there every time Zeke was on the field? Because that's Zeke's fault, not Dak's fault. Who told Zeke dumbass to go get in trouble with the league? And I paid a guy I can't even depend on to be there? Who's going to act the fool? Man. Out of all those teams okay, okay. that I had to list, so now, I, don't I don't think it would happen. I don't think it would happen. Exactly. I don't think it would happen. <laughs> but out of those teams I listed, so Tampa, me, because of the weapons on, on offense. So now, 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 again, we're talking about, about everything, everything in totality. totality. Would you ever would you be, be a $34 million, million a year, year quarterback, quarterback for the Dallas, for the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys or a $37 million, million year for the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Here's the, here's the problem. $34 million, that's where I'm basically saying to pay this man. Once again. Once again. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not arguing, arguing what you, you think you should get paid. We're arguing what he thinks he should get paid. What the Dallas Cowboys think he should get paid. Now he, now he doesn't want to take thirty-four million to stay Here's the, here's the problem. You want to, if you're a football player, you want to get as much you can. Unless I got one motherfucking hit that can take me out for good. Unless you're a winning football player. Get my money. Get me my bread. Get me the most money that I can get. You don't think, you don't that, think he'll that he'll make up, up any, kind any kind of money that he's not, he's not making, making on, the on the field in Dallas? Listen. That he would that he not, would not make off the field Any any Listen, any any type of left money on the table is not good. Take all the money you can get, fam. Take it all. And that's, and that's why, why Dallas, Dallas is consistently looking, looking at him like, we are, we are not going to pay you. you. Take it all, son. I'm sorry. You say that you want, you you want. Take all that money. Take all that money. I'm your host, one of the Dallas Dobar Taylor. Get the money! We have less than one minute left on the podcast. You know what I say? Especially, Especially in the week of East Time, one more point. If the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today, we are out of here. Heated. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night.